let's go brand. I keep it drawn like I'm in can. Hey, hey, let's go brand. Pandemic ain't real, they just pan. Hey, hey, let's go brand. You ask questions, they start banning. Got through it thanks to TurboForce and Dr. Jones Soreless. It really did help. You know, the TurboForce gave me the energy. And then obviously, you know, lots of water along the way. And then um, all during the training, taking that Dr. Jones Soreless, it really does make a difference. Just like Alex says that sometimes he forgets to take the medication. Well, sometimes I would forget to take the supplements and things as well as too. And it, I could tell the difference. I could tell the difference, you know, when you're running like 10, 15 miles to train for a marathon and then you forget to take your Dr. Jones Soreless, you feel it. And so then you don't forget the next time. So it really did make a difference. Um, so cool to be in that marathon. Took you all with me. Some of you sent me songs to run to. That song you were just listening was one on my playlist. And I had Let's Go Brandon right right here on my, my bib. I don't know how well you can see that here. But um, it was really, really cool. I mean, somebody even when I was running was was like, you're on the wrong team, but go. You know, I mean, like, just a positive vibe. I mean, unity, nobody wearing masks, everybody getting outside and doing something healthy. It just felt so great to take a break from all the nonsense we've been through of the last couple of years. I also got to meet the DJs that remixed that song that we were playing at the top of the Let's Go Brandon. Melkin Cooks, they were there at CPAC, which I was just at. You might have been seeing a bunch of the posts, the interviews that have been going up on Bandat Video. If you haven't, you can go to my page on Bandat Video, catch up on a lot of the interviews. I'm still adding them. I probably did about like 50 interviews while I was at CPAC. My impression, well, you know, I'm not much for politics, um, plenty of rhino situations. Uh, you know we get told a lot of things that people are going to fight for us and things like that. I was really trying to press and ask about what kind of actions are we going to be seeing. But it was also refreshing to talk to all of the politicians that had never run before were everyday Americans that were like, you know, I'm not going to talk. I'm going to actually try and run. I'm going to actually try and make a difference. And so it was neat to talk to some of those people there. I did go there with the social media crew from Clout Hub. A, um, gosh, there's so many <laughs> alternative platforms, but we need them because, you know, obviously Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, they don't actually let you talk. So we need to be able to talk on some of these other platforms like Getter, like Clout Hub, like Gab, you know, and um, they don't have to compete against each other. They all offer different things. But I'm going to be talking to the founder CEO of Clout Hub in the last hour of this show. Um, really looking forward to speaking with um, 
a leader of Atheists for Liberty. You know me as like the Jesus lady on InfoWars, or at least you should. I try. I always start with a with a verse, but I'm running out of time, so I'm going to wait until the next segment to share the verse of the show, the verse of the day. Um, but, you know, as long as we're going to be talking to an atheist in the second hour, got to make sure I get my verse in. Um, and then we are going to be talking, um, getting an update on the trucker convoy straight from the source, the real one. And yes, there's some bad actors you should know about. That's all coming up. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back to the War Room. It is Friday. Christy Lee here, guest hosting for Owen Schroyer. You got you got your treat of Owen Schroyer in the in the last uh, show, covering for Alex. Of course, Alex made an appearance. He just can't keep away, but we love him for that. And so, so good to be back here with you. It's been a while. Gosh, I think it's been like a month since I've been able to guest host. So thank you for having me. Bring some estrogen up in here. <laughs> you always have plenty of testosterone. Allow a woman. We all have our differences, even though mainstream narrative would tell you that we're all the same or that I can be, you know, a man like Owen. Owen can be a woman like me, you know, but we're here to say and celebrate that we are different, that there are differences. Imagine that. So happy to be here. Was just telling you that uh, have an exciting show planned for you today. Going to be getting an update on the truckers convoy. We talked a lot about false flag operations some bad actors. So Maureen Steele, who has been really helping out with the People's Convoy, she's going to be kind of sorting that out for us, that there are some bad actors in the Truckers Convoy, that there is a whole other convoy called the Freedom Convoy. She's going to be explaining why that was kind of fake, phony, and false, and um, kind of sort that out for us and, and give us an update on what to watch out for and maybe how they're feeling. I mean, gosh, with Tamara Litch just having been in court with shackles on, you would imagine Imagine that these guys would be a little bit afraid of ramifications for being in this convoy and what might happen as they make their way and they come to D.C. I mean, we're all human. I would be a little bit concerned. I mean, you you don't have justice. You don't have due process happening, certainly not in Canada, and uh, doesn't seem to be the case really here in the U.S. either. So want to get some clarification on that, see what's going on with that later in this hour. Um, second hour is going to be a leader of Atheists for Liberty. Thought that would be an interesting uh, take. He, he wants people to know that Atheists for Liberty, that they want the same things as Christians and that we should be coming together. So going to see how that looks, what he has to say about that. And he's also agreed to take phone calls. So that's going to be in the second hour. And in the third hour, going to be catching up with Jeff Brain, the CEO and founder of Clout Hub, a social media platform. These alternative social media platforms are ever increasingly more important as uh, alternative platforms like Infowars and Band.Video get threatened while there's other people that are trying to um, make a difference and get truth out there. And Clout Hub is one of those people. So we want to catch up with him, see what he has to share. So being that I have an atheist on the show in the second hour, I want to make sure that I share my Bible verse of the day of the show. And that is going to be, um, repay no one evil for evil, have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is 
possible as much as depends on you live peaceably with all men beloved do not avenge yourselves but rather give place to wrath for it is written vengeance is mine I will repay says the Lord I believe this is from Romans I forgot to write down the the citation but I believe it's from Romans 12 17 through 19 correct me if I'm wrong but um, repeating a, a, verse 18 if it is all possible as much as depends on you live peaceably with all men part of my purpose in this and um, having atheists for liberty there it is oh, I was right um, my purpose of having the leader of atheists for liberty um, on here is to see where we can agree see how we can reach out and and unite I mean gosh we're in, we're in a rampant efforts to divide. We've been never more divided than under Biden, even though we were told that it was Trump that was going to to do that. Um, So let's see if we can unite with people that we might find unlikely and, and become allies with. And again, if it is all possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. So we need to fight those those efforts to divide and to cause disruption and be reminded that as angry as we are, as frustrated as we get, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. So let's leave it up to him and keep on praying for justice. So uh, first we're going to be covering some news and then we're going to be talking about, um, again, the People's Convoy sorting it out with Maureen Steele. So um, before I do that, I saw, I was just before I was on here, um, I was scrolling through Twitter, making sure that I had all of the information that I needed to be able to share with you, um, being up on everything. And I saw Pointer Institute had tweeted an article out about Joe Rogan. It's, It's titled, The Joe Rogan Experience is Now I shared one, the spread of misinformation via the comedian's influential podcast and through social media provides a glimpse of a world without journalism. So right off the bat, I love how they just immediately describe Joe Rogan as comedian, like the lowest, like not acknowledging he's this great podcaster, his other contributions. They're just like, oh, this funny guy is spreading misinformation. And this is after we've seen so much truth come out that what they were calling misinformation before is now more widely accepted, but they just can't let this go. The Pointer Institute, which is supposed to stand for ethical journalism, is supposed to stand for freedom of speech. They just cannot help themselves to try and demonize someone like Joe Rogan, who they're probably insanely jealous of. So the the article goes on to talk about that uh, Spotify had signed a 100 million contract with the New Jersey-born comedian, again, they just describe him as a comedian, and podcaster Joe Rogan to provide exclusive content. Let that figure sink in, $100 million. And so they go on and talk about how much money he makes and, and how it's so much more than even an NBA player. And um, they say that it's all, you know, meanwhile, he's featuring COVID-19 vaccine misinformation. Then they, um, this is why Rogan should have never apologized because all of these articles are like, he apologized. He, he apologized again for using the N-word. They did never, of course, mention all of the other people that have used the N-word, including our dear President Joe Biden, saying it in context when it really Rogan was just saying it, not calling anyone that. President Joe Biden was actually using it to call people that, but they never bring that up. And of course they don't bring that up in the Pointer Institute article. 
So uh, saying he apologized again. They say 11 million subscribers. Let that figure sink in. They say uh, 24.3 million digital and print readers and viewers of all U.S. daily newspapers. Um, he's getting almost half of that, 45%. So again, they're, they're saying like, he's getting so much more attention than traditional media. News is dying. And then they talk about how the salaries... Uh, of um, editors are just pale in comparison, the highest at not even $70,000, and um, how harsh the COVID-19 economy has been on journalists with no self-awareness that the fact is maybe they didn't trust the journalists and that's why their readerships went down. But again, all throughout the article, they're talking about just how much money Joe Rogan makes for his spreading of misinformation and don't talk anything about the billions of dollars the big pharmaceutical country countries, I mean, they might as well be, companies have made at millions upon millions of dollars every day. Totally don't even acknowledge that. They talk about how the news organizations have closed throughout the pandemic. Again, no self-awareness of this because nobody trusts you anymore. Social media platforms employ moderators to screen offensive content. They have replaced reporters as the main purveyors of news. We're talking about podcasters. This is just so upsetting because Pointer Institute is supposed to be for ethical journalism. Of course they're not. But they, they don't talk about anything about the conflicts of interest, anything about examining the motivations of, of um, interest or the motivations of these traditional legacy media companies and the fact that they parrot the, the government's talking points. Nothing about that in this article. Just ripping Joe Rogan for how much money he makes, but they don't even bring up how much money is going into advertising on the legacy media channels from companies like Pfizer, companies like Moderna. And Joe Rogan is providing an outlet for extremely experienced and relevant doctors to talk about this. And so I posted, you know, dissent is an integral part of science, it's also an integral part of journalism. You're supposed to get the opinions of multiple sources. You can't just slap and continue to slap the word misinformation on things that don't fall in line with what the government is putting out there. So wanted to cover that. Gosh, it took longer on that than I intended to. So we'll get some more news after this break. Commander here with an important message to humanity. I have decided that all of you will take a special injection so that you will be safe. But the injection is not ready yet. And so I need all of you to stay indoors for the next 15 days to flatten the curve. I also need you to wear a mask, and I also need you to only shop at mega corporations. That way we can consolidate control and bankrupt the world economy, leaving companies that only I own profitable. You will then be my slaves. Oh, and then you'll get that special shot of venom from Cobra system so you'll be dependent on me for the rest of your miserable lives 
riotous mobs. Whether they were present that day or were otherwise criminally responsible for the assault on our democracy. Insurrections. We will follow the facts wherever they lead. Domestic terrorists. The days of independent media are numbered. The government has made it illegal to oppose them. They are now debanking us behind the scenes. They want to bankrupt us and make us go away quietly. With practically half the population wanting to lock the unvaccinated up in camps, the traitors know they can shut us down by force. But that would accelerate the awakening exponentially. So be it. Make them silence us by force. This is the final battle of the information war. Give now. Buy products. Donate. Before everything changes, we need you to carry us through to the end. Victory or death. Go now to InfoWarStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. Christy Lee guest hosting today. It's Friday. Well, we made it through another week. Well, the totalitarian global elites try and take over. We're pushing back. We're not giving up. Unlike people like President Zelensky, who now there's reports that he has left Ukraine and is, is out of there. But I want to talk about the all of the media mistakes when it's come to the Russia-Ukraine situation. Look, I don't even know what's truly going on because there's so much propaganda, but it's just crazy how all these typical mainstream media just puts out as if they know what's going on, even though they don't even realize half the time, or maybe they do, that they're being used as propaganda. Um, so it's just crazy. I didn't have time. You know, I try and do a media malfeasance every week. Had to put that on hiatus as I was covering CPAC, and now I'm still trying to get caught up with all of that. So let's just do it live. We'll do it live. So I'm going to go over some of these media mistakes. But first, um, there's reports, uh, Newsmax reporting BBC suspending reporting in Russia after a new law. Britain's BBC said Friday would temporarily suspend the work of all its journalists and support staff in Russia following the introduction of a new law that could jail anyone intentionally spreading fake, in quotes, in this situation. Fake news. Tim Davey, the director general of the BBC, said in a statement that legislation appears to criminalize the process of independent journalism. What? We now uh, support independent journalism when it comes to this situation? Okay. Uh, Russian lawmakers approve prison for fake war reports. Russians could face prison sentences of up to 15 years for spreading information that goes against the Russian government's position on the war in Ukraine, a move that comes as authorities block access to foreign media outlets. Does this sound familiar at all? They they want to attack, I mean, in this case, imprison people for going against the government narrative? Oh, but it's bad in this case. In this case, it's not good. I mean, here it's fine. If you want to go, if you want to go against people not just spouting what the government's telling you to say, then that's bad. But here it, it, it gets confusing, I know. 
they had published false information, access, and then here BBC says, and just how funny is this? The BBC of all people is saying this. Listen, access to accurate, independent information is a fundamental human right. It is BBC? Wow. Which should not be denied to the people of Russia. It can be denied here in America, but not to the people of Russia, millions of whom rely on BBC News every week. We will continue our efforts to make BBC News available in Russia and across the rest of the world. So you got burned and you now know what it feels like to have a government dictating what you can report on? Interesting. You don't seem to have a problem with our government getting involved and, hey, our Surgeon General saying, let's dig into who's saying what we don't want them to say. Facebook, Twitter, give us that information of people that are going against what we're saying. So that's fine. That's fine. But in this case, oh, it's, it's a fu- fundamental human right. Interesting. And then um, speaking of media mistakes, though, um, meanwhile, our government is just trying so quick, well, I say our government, but what I mean is our mainstream media, which is an arm of the government we've come to understand, um, is just so quick to, to post and, and put out whatever information that they can without actually, you know, fact-checking, like true fact-checking or, or vetting the information. Um, so Fox News, Fox News had posted this picture of the Ukrainian beauty queen and, um, saying that she was joining the military, uh, basing this on the fact that she had an Instagram post who said, everyone who crosses the Ukrainian border with the, inter- with the intent to invade will be killed. So she said that many media outlets, including Fox News, just ran with, she's joining the military. Because this is what, you know, how I would dress if I was actually going to go into combat. I would make sure my hair is like, you know, perfect and, and just look fashionable. And like, this reminds me of like a picture that would be taken on the hum- Hunger Games set. Like, it just looks fake, but they're like, look, she's in the military <laughs> when everything, her hair is all perfect, makeup done. It looks like she's in hunger games, but, um, so they ran with it, even Fox news. And then she had to end up clarifying that, no, she's not in the military. And yes, that was an airsoft gun. It was an actual, you know, military rifle, which is what they were trying to give the impression of. And then we have, uh, Zelensky. Russia versus Ukraine. Zelensky joins a military fight in in a uh, fight against Russian army. In pictures, President Zelensky appears wearing a military uniform and bulletproof vest. And then you saw all these people run with it, including news outlets, uh, showing these pictures of him in uniform, like he's just like joining the military offense. And, um, you know, then we find out it's just an old photo. People ran with it, posted it including, again, news outlets. And then, boom, you run a reverse image search, and it was uh, a photo from Reuters published in December 10th, 2021. But it didn't end there. There was plenty of news outlets posting about the Snake Island situation. Ukraine saying soldiers killed after refusing to surrender, published seven days ago. This is BBC.com. Oh, weren't we just talking about BBC and, you know, how, how important it is for them to get independent news out there? Well, they had uh, this article that Ukraine has honored 13 soldiers who were killed defending a tiny island after reportedly swearing at a Russian ship that ordered them to surrender. So this story went all over the place, all of these news outlets reporting on it. And then, oh, wait. I mean, to their credit, CNN doesn't usually correct anything. But in this case, 
They did. The defiant soldiers of Snake Island are actually alive and well. Oops. Whoopsie. Um, you guys know this. They, they just completely botched all of these stories. Oh, my goodness. Um, actually alive and well. There's apparently captured, but who knows? We, we don't even know what we can believe about this situation. Then we had the ghost of Kiev. I know there was pictures posted of the supposed um, actual ghost of Kiev fighter, someone that was supposedly shooting down all these Russian planes and everything. And all it turns out that wasn't that was a big fake and phony lie as well. And then uh, some of the video footage was from a from a video game. Okay. Ukraine claims dubious Russian attack on nuclear plant. And so we don't even know about this nuclear plant. This is um, from Summit News, our partner. The Ukrainian government said they had detected elevated levels of radiation after claiming Russia deliberately attacked a nuclear plant. Then they end up saying, oh, wait, no, there wasn't elevated levels of radiation. So who knows how much of that was true? So just time and time again, it, it I mean, these people talk about misinformation, but they have no problem just pushing out information before it's even vetted. And so I have, I've been a little bit cautious to give much of an opinion because I don't know. I, I really, I mean, there's so much propaganda, so much pushing of the lies that it's hard to sort out. I will say that um, Ukraine on Fire by uh, Oliver Stone, very good documentary. Um, my husband has been digging into this, and so he's knows more about all of this than I, than I do. But Greg Reese has a um, abbreviated version of that documentary. Really, really good. So if you haven't checked out that Greg Reese report, make sure you do that on Band.Video. That kind of gives a whole different angle that you're not hearing from the mainstream about like, how much of, of this is true. How much are they trying to manipulate what we're thinking about all this? Keep an open mind. Make sure you watch that, that video. I stay on air selling high quality products that you need that you want and that you're going to be happy with that's why you come back and buy products from me again it's a symbiotic relationship i promote liberty i promote freedom i fight the globalist and i'm able to do that because you buy products at infowarsstore.com and listen all the products are great but when it comes to high quality storable food in an inflationary system with major supply chain breakdowns this is an absolute 360 win a no-brainer and they've got high quality storable food ready to ship to you right now the great folks at my patriot supply exclusively preparewithalex.com discounted so again beat inflation be prepared fund the info war the only way you lose is not taking action at infowarstore.com preparewithalex.com right now. This is high quality storable food. This is how you beat inflation. Get yours today. It's ready to ship, but I wouldn't wait because prices are about to go up because inflation is exploding. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. Locked in a battle for the soul of humanity. It's the War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. All right, welcome back to the War Room. 
we got Maureen Steele dri uh, driving with the People's Convoy, the Truckers Convoy, on your way to D.C. We were hoping to have her by Skype, but we're having trouble connecting with her because, you know, she's on the road. So we will try and get her by phone. They're working on that right now. But in the meantime, I will talk about... Um, what I talked about with her over the phone and, and get some updates. So we have uh, some people, if you search People's Convoy on Twitter, you can find some of the videos going on. Missouri People's Convoy drawing crowds to greet its progress across the country. If you guys have any of those videos that you can show while I'm talking about this, that'd be cool. Um, incredible People's Convoy rallies taking place all over America. Truckers for Freedom posted that. There's been, um, oh, here's another one. So uh, let's see if I can pull this article. I should have had this ready. So this is an article out of NBC News. They say convoy picks up cars and anti-Ukraine talking points ahead of Washington arrival. Wow. And this whole article is just goes all over the place. American offshoot of the Freedom Convoy that brought chaos. Always notice the words and the adjectives they use when they write these articles. That brought chaos to Canada's capital is promising to stop traffic outside of Washington, D.C. on Saturday, but the exact plans remain vague as the group hit a uh, pit stop in Maryland. So this goes on to talk about how, um, you know, the people in this convoy, they're, they're demanding an end to the mask mandates, but, but they're getting rid of the mask mandates already anyway. So why are these crazy truck drivers in this convoy when they're, you know, these mandates are being done away with anyway. Well, of course, they're mischaracterizing. When I was talking to Maureen Steele earlier, she was talking about how this isn't what the People's Convoy truck uh, drive has been about. It hasn't been about ending the mandates. It's been about raising awareness, asking for accountability for the fact that so many people's lives were destroyed over the past couple years, and in ending the emergency that the, that Biden extended. You know, so they say that they're getting rid of these masks. They say they're getting rid of the the vaccine mandates, but they extend the emergency. Now, why would they do that? Is it because they they want to hang on to that emergency so they can just switch that light switch back on, get everybody up in masks again, get everybody mandated to take the, the jab again? I don't know, maybe after the election. You know, what other reason are they extending this emergency for? So they're raising awareness for that. But and then, of course, this um, article goes on to talk about um, how this this trucker convoy is made up supposedly of QAnon people. And then they, they talk, Oh, they talk about here. The convoy has added some of the most extreme QAnon adherents, a group that had con uh, congregated in Dallas because they believed that John F. Kennedy jr. Who died in 1999 was still alive and would reveal himself on the site where his father, former president John F. Kennedy was shot. That group Joined the convoy, convoy as it drove through Texas. They don't have any evidence of this. They don't have any evidence that they're pointing to it, that that group, that same group that was waiting for John F. Kennedy Jr., where his father was shot, they, they hopped up on up there with the truck convoy. <laughs> okay. But they don't, of course, provide any evidence of that in this NBC article. So, I mean, they're just demonizing the effort, of course. And then they're saying that they're anti-Ukrainian. Oh, my God. It says, as its COVID mission has become less clear, the group's channels have turned to Russia's invasion of Ukraine, where conspiracy-minded thinking has flourished. Well, some group members have admonished Russian President Vladimir for the 
Putin for the invasion. QAnon and anti-vaccine contingents within the groups have seized on a false conspiracy theory that the war is covered for a military option backed by former president. It's just, I mean, it's a hit piece. It's a hit piece on the convoy with very little to no evidence of backing it up. And then sure enough, someone had posted... Um, uh, to clarify <laughs> on Twitter, there has been no QAnon involvement in the People's Convoy. NBC News should retract this story or actually provide proof for their baseless allegations. And that's just what it is, just baseless allegations, just a hit piece, just trying to make the truckers look like a bunch of crazy folk um, with with no real evidence to back it up. So um, somebody on Twitter was trying to set the record straight. But do you think NBC News will make that correction or fix anything Absolutely not. They absolutely will not. So hope oh, we have Maureen by, is it by phone? Okay. Maureen is on the phone. She is on the road. So we couldn't get her um, on Skype, but Maureen, um, where are you at there? Hi, Christy Lee. I am in Maryland right now. I was on the highway and I had no service at all where I was. And I'm on a little side street right now and was able to jump on the phone to call in. So, oh, I, we um, so appreciate yeah, you calling in. I mean, it's not as great as seeing your pretty face, but I was just talking about this NBC article, which I'm calling a hit piece. That's talking about um, convoy picks up cars and anti-Ukraine talking points. They talk about how apparently all those people that went and looked for JFK Jr. Um, at, on a certain date um, where his father was shot, they, they just joined your trucker convoy. Were you aware of that? <laughs> no, but they sound like a fun bunch. <laughs> Well, NBC News, with no evidence or, you know, sources, because sources and journalism is a lost art, they said that that group is with you. Yeah, no, I mean, I have no idea. We've had a lot of uh, groups join us, but I haven't heard about that group. Um, And so, uh, you know, and, you know, my comment to that is, so what if they did? You know, this is the people's convoy and it takes all sorts. And, you know, just because some people have some strange ideas or what might be strange to some people... We're all Americans, and we're all free, and that is what this is about, freedom of thought, freedom of speech, freedom to believe what you want. That's the beauty of America. So if someone wants to believe that, have at it. I mean, this is just absurd, you know, that piece. I haven't read that yet, Christy, so uh, it's interesting, but, you know, that's what freedom's all about, right? It takes all kinds. Well, the the article certainly there's no continu- continuity to it. it. It's just like a bunch of jarbled, like rumors essentially thrown into what's supposed to be a news piece. I mean, to go ev- anywhere from talking about that apparently QAnon supporters are up in the trucker convoy um, to like apparently all of you are just hitting the road heading to D.C. just talking about how great Putin is and that you know. You're, to- you're all anti-Ukraine, apparently, too. I, I mean, this is Actually, insane. Actually, they're flying the Ukrainian flag. There's a Ukrainian flag flying on a lot of the trucks uh, as they struggle so hard right now fighting for their freedom. What an inspiration they are. So, uh, you know, I mean, it's just false. It, it, it is a hit piece, clearly. It's not I mean that is right in the in the in the headline. Convoy pick up, picks up cars and anti-Ukraine talking points. Meanwhile, you say they're they're <laughs> waving Ukraine flags. Yeah, yeah, they are. In fact, uh, Brian Brazzi, one of the lead truckers, actually spoke last night, um, and we said a prayer. Actually, it was a prayer said for the Ukraine um, and all the people that are struggling over there. And uh, you know, God bless them all. Uh, and you know, we could be next. I mean, that's what we're fighting for is our freedom. Um, you know, what befalls them and what's befallen Canada could certainly befall us. And so, um, you know, 
God help us all. We need to dial this back. We need to get our freedoms back, um, and we need to pull together. It's the 11th hour, but people are pulling together, and I see it every day out here on the road. Um, you know, just tens of thousands of people um, coming out now um, when we when we roll into places uh, and speak. It, it's so exciting to see, and um, you know. <sighs> American patriotism is alive and well, and I know we've all thought it was dead for the last few years, and it isn't. And, you know, what, what else isn't is, is the American heart. American generosity is just second to none, and everywhere we have gone, uh, we have been fed unbelievably well. No one will let us give a penny, um, and it's just all the truckers, anyone there for the truckers. There's food for everyone for miles, and it's just incredible. And the spirit of love and affection for country and fellow man is, is so heartwarming. I wish I could bottle it all and like share it with everyone. I always try to, to share it when I'm up on stage talking because it, yes. it's just an Marina, amazing thing. We, we got to mm-hmm. get, get to break, but I would like you to stay on yeah. for one more segment. Please stay on the phone. We want to clear up some things about bad actors who are trying to infiltrate this movement. This is a movement, a spirit, the spirit of America. We want to support the truckers and find out what's going on. Back in stock, down and out liquid sleep support. It's been out of stock for a while. It's one of uh, three sleep aids we have at InfoWarsStore.com. This one has been very popular. It sold off the shelves. It's back in stock, down and out liquid sleep support. This is probably the strongest sleep aid that we have, I would say. Knockout, Rocket Rest, both great. Comes in pill form. This is the liquid tincture, and I think this is probably the most powerful one. Survival Shield X2 Nascent Iodine. This is, if you haven't done an iodine challenge yet, have, have you haven't done the iodine challenge, what are you waiting for? Now is the time. Super male and super female vitality. Living Defense Plus and the Organic Greens Fiber Caps. Uh, we have a limited supply of these right now, but we want to sell them all out so we can order a new batch. It was very popular. The Organic Greens Fiber Caps. But we have all kinds of other great supplements that uh, are, are great for so many different things. Take advantage of those. The powerful combination of both vitamin C and zinc are great stepping stones to leading a healthier life. InfoWars has made it easier to make sure you're getting enough in your system with a supplement that contains both. This InfoWars Life offering vitamin C plus zinc with rose hips should be your next purchase from the InfoWars store. The rose hips contained within are a part of the rose flower just below the petals that contain the rose plant seeds. Natural chemicals found in the hips may even be helpful for a variety of health conditions, including those with osteoarthritis and for those with pain after surgery, studies have shown. As for vitamin C and zinc themselves, you probably already know that they play an important role in nutrition, immune defense, and the maintenance of your everyday health. It has been reported that intake of both is often inadequate, even in affluent populations like here in America. So next time you visit, be sure to check it out at InfoWarsStore.com where we promise our rose hips don't lie. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. Welcome back to the War Room. We're talking about the 
truckers out there on the road making their way to Washington, D.C. Want to read this as their statement? This is from the People's Convoy. We demand the declaration of national emergency concerning the COVID-19 pandemic be lifted immediately and our cherished constitution reign supreme. We are the people of the United States of America and we stand together under the banner of freedom. Freedom is the one thing that unites all of us. Liberty flows through all of our veins. That's beautifully written. Maureen Steele is with me on the phone with the truckers right now. Maureen Steele of the People's Convoy. Maureen, I wanted to talk to you about this um, delineation of the People's Convoy. It's important to make sure that we're pointing out that it is the People's Convoy because there are smaller convoys and some of them are welcome, but there's other convoys that um, haven't necessarily honored what you're trying to do. Right, and I thank you for bringing that up, Christy, because it's something that is really important to get on record and get out there. Um, the people, People's Convoy is law-abiding, um, peaceful, you know, messaging um, campaign, um, and there are some bad actors that have, we're, you know, we fear have infiltrated and we've heard have infiltrated. There are a number of smaller convoys now coming in. Um, there was the Freedom Convoy that defunct. Um, there, there's been another of others that have defunct. Um, and ours is going, and there's smaller ones that are joining in. But when people join in like that, you don't know who they are, and a lot of them are saying they're the People's Convoy, and they're not. Um, we don't know their names. We don't know who they are. We haven't worked with them. So we do have grave concerns of people going into D.C. proper. That is not the People's Convoy. If anyone tries to go into D.C. proper, we are not advocating that. We are not promoting that. Um, in fact, we're promoting just the opposite to stay far away from D.C. proper. Um, I just I just put a call into the Maryland police today, um, and I haven't received a call back yet um, to see if they wanted an assist on actually blocking the roads with some of our trucks to make sure that no one goes in to D.C. proper. Um, and I haven't heard back yet, but that's certainly something we're offering. Um, again, just to show that we are not advocating for that in any way, shape, or form. So if someone goes rogue and cars go in or there's plants, um, you know, oppositional plants that do something, um, you know, it's, it's just really important that we get our messaging out that that is not us and that is not advocated for. Um, so, yeah, you just yeah, never I mean, know. You mentioned you a, Kyle, like a, Kyle, a Kyle with the Freedom Convoy, and apparently mm -hmm. they some of them had gone into, into the D.C. proper already. They had pulled a permit, and, of course, like, no one showed up, and so they were saying this whole trucker's convoy was a big joke and wasn't happening. Meanwhile, um, the, we see, like, reportedly 10,000 vehicles stretching over 70 miles earlier um, this week. Mm -hmm. So it is happening, but you guys are not and never have planned on going into D.C. proper. And as you explained, the People's Convoy has its own infrastructure to the point that the, you said there's like 50 people who have just completely dedicated their, their time and attention to this? Yeah, including some of the truckers. It's become a full-time job for a lot of us. Um, you know, between um, logistics and tactics and supplies and uh, route planning and all of that, it's, which, um, it's a heavy lift and it took a lot of people, um, you know, to get this done and it's still taking a lot of people. I mean, when you think of getting 10,000 people across the country um, together safely with fuel and food and all of that, it's a tremendous undertaking. Um, and, you know, we were really fortunate to garner some of the best and brightest who jumped on board to help us, um, you know, right out of the gate 
And, you know, it, it has just been a fantastic collaboration and group effort of just, you know, good Americans um, wanting to save their country and wanting their freedom back. And um, it's resonated with the hearts of American people. Uh, this has been the great uniter. Um, I always say that because we've been starved for that, something to unify us again. And, and freedom is unifying. Um, it doesn't matter if you're gay or straight, if you're left or right, uh, if you're vaxxed or unvaxxed. Uh, the one thing that unites us all and we can all gather under is the banner of freedom. And we certainly have. Yeah, it's been so inspirational. And so many of us were inspired by what we saw in Canada as much as the mainstream media tried to vilify and wor use words, of course, like insurrection to describe what was happening in Canada when meanwhile there was like bouncy houses and, and them right. actively cleaning and everything. It was so inspiring. But at the same point, now we're, we've seen just the the overbearing totalitarianism, the authoritarianism mm -hmm. um, with... Uh, Trudeau just cut with the name calling. And then we, we see the organizer of that, Tamara Litch, with shackles and she was denied bail. So, I mean, the, the obvious question is here to see that, that there's no due process, to, dis, to see that there's still political prisoners from January 6th that were just basically taking a tour of the Capitol, did nothing violent, but are still behind bars. One of them even yeah. having committed suicide because of just the torment these these demons have put him through. You, I, I got to think that you've had thoughts about like, well, what if they, what if we're framed? What if they come and arrest me? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, we have those thoughts. I certainly do. But do you not act? Do you not do what's right just because, you know, you might be treated unfairly or because you're scared? You know, I guess courage is acting, you know, in spite of fear and courage is contagious, as is cowardice, and we have all lived in fear for quite a long time now, for a couple years. It's been drilled into us to be fearful of everything, and now it's time, you know, so, so that was contagious and encourages too, and now it's time for every American to rise up, to stand up, to join hands, and it's the 11th hour, um, but we are awake, and we need to do what's right, regardless of whether we're a little scared of what the government might do, and this is exactly why we have to do it. I mean, the fact that as Americans we have to fear that kind of totalitarian authoritarianism, it's absurd. It's beyond absurd, and it's all the more reason for us to stand up right now and do the right thing. I mean, you've got to be struck by just the pure hypocrisy of these leaders, President Joe Biden in his State of the Union, and then hearing Justin Trudeau talk about the authoritarianism and dictatorship of Russia and... and no self-awareness that what they've tried to do all of us to, to control all of us. I mean, I'm sure that hasn't been lost on the group. No, it hasn't. And it's, you know, it's called spin. We call it spin, but you know what it is? It's lies. And the American people know it's lies and Americans are done with lies. And um, they're done with the political correct police. They're done with cancel culture. They're done with all of it. I mean, out here, you know, being at the forefront of this movement um, and speaking to people all over all over the country now, it, it, the sentiment rings true through, for so many, you know, rich, poor, you know, young, old, people have had it with all of that. We want our country back. We want our American way of life back the way we all knew and loved it from like seven years ago, unfortunately. It's been a long time, um, you know, that we've been suffering through you know, all this nonsense with like political correctness and the cancel culture and 
you know, and, and just told we're, you know, inherently racist and we're horrible people. And you know what? We're not. I see every day how beautiful the American people are. There are tons and millions of good people in this country, and I've met them every day on this journey. And we're so blessed to live here, and we can't let our country go. The other way that they're pushing back is the gaslighting of trying to define what the people's convoy is, what the truckers are out there doing, and the way they're trying to define it is, well, this is ridiculous. They're standing up against the masks and the ma- and the vaccine mandates, which we've already scaled back on and reverted. And, and so what is the point? What do you have to say to that? Well, I have to say, go read the trucker declaration um, that you started reading. Um, we've never been about um, lifting mandates. That was never in our declaration. That was the Canadians, um, you know, battle cry, but it's not ours. Ours is lift the emergency um, orders and, you know, let our Constitution reign supreme, and we want accountability. That is a major thing that we're after. What we have gone through over the last two and a half years should never happen again in the future. We need congressional hearings, bipartisan congressional hearings. We need investigations on the local, state, and federal level as to what has gone sideways and, you know, wrong with um, the the handling of this COVID-19 pandemic. When the cure is worse than the disease, you've got a real problem. And we haven't even been able to quantify, you know, all the damage that um, the so-called cure has caused with, you know, children losing out on education and the long-term effects of that, child abuse that's gone undetected, um, you know, suicide rates through the roof, divorce rates through the roof. I mean, to quantify all the damage, it is, we, we have to try because we, this can never happen again in the future of our country or the future of the world. It, it's an atrocity, and the American people deserve an explanation, and so don't the people of the world. How do we support you as we uh, head toward break? How do we support you, Maureen? Sure, www.thepeoplesconvoy.org, and we need money right now. We need money to keep these kings of the road rolling. Um, it costs um, about $1,200 to fill each truck. Um, each time we have to fill up. So, um, yeah, it's expensive. Fuel is expensive. And so we need funding. So that's that's the ask. And come out and join us if you can. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back for uh, Switching Topics. I stay on air selling high-quality products that you need, that you want, and that you're going to be happy with. That's why you come back and buy products from me again. It's a symbiotic relationship. I promote liberty. I promote freedom. I fight the globalist. And I'm able to do that because you buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. And listen, all the products are great. But when it comes to high-quality storable food in an inflationary system with major supply chain breakdowns, this is an absolute 360 win, a no-brainer. And they've got high-quality storable food ready to ship to you right now. The great folks at My Patriot Supply exclusively at PreparewithAlex.com discounted. So again, beat inflation, be prepared, fund the info war. The only way you lose is not taking action at InfoWarsStore.com or PrepareWithAlex.com right now. This is high-quality storable food. This is how you beat inflation. Get yours today. It's ready to ship. But I wouldn't wait because prices are about to go up because inflation is exploding. The fight for the future is now. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video.
are now already in our second hour of the show. Christy Lee here, guest hosting for Owen Schroyer. He has been pulling some double duty, and so we needed to give him a much-needed break. And, you know, I haven't gotten to spend any time with you all <laughs> in a while. So this is nice. It's it's great to be sitting here and looking forward to your phone calls later. We are going to be bringing on um, Dave Silverman. He is a leader for Atheists for Liberty. Should be an interesting conversation. Um, we're going to bring him on in the next segment. Going to wrap up a few other topics um, before we bring him in because we don't want to bring him in and then have to cut him off um, since this is a shorter segment. But um, just to review, we were just talking with Maureen Steele of the People's Convoy. It's very important to make sure that you know the trucker convoy in America. The main one is the People's Convoy, not to be confused with the Freedom Convoy or anybody else claiming to be a um, in this trucker convoy to D.C. Also, anybody that is saying that they're going into D.C. is is a false is not part of this convoy. They have said from the very beginning they are not going to go into D.C. They plan to just go around. They have reached out to um, officers for support. Uh, shocker. They haven't really heard back, but they want to make sure they're doing everything safely, peacefully. Um, so anybody that is not being safe or peaceful is a rogue bad actor. They're, they're trying to do everything they can to demonize this group. They're calling them QAnon supporters. They're saying it's an anti-Ukrainian trucker convoy now, even though some of these truckers have Ukrainian flags literally being flown from their trucks. And the headline on the NBC article literally says, picking up anti, um, anti-Ukrainian uh, talking points is what they say. So it's all lies. These are the very people that they say push, push misinformation. And, and yet in their article, they make these baseless allegations with no evidence whatsoever, trying to demonize this effort for liberty and freedom, liberty and, and freedom that is important to so many of us. I love what she said about um, liberty and freedom is, is the ultimate unifier, whether gay, straight, Christian, atheist, which we're going to be bringing those two worlds together in the next seg segment. You know, this, liberty and freedom is the very thing that can bring us all together and should bring us all together. This is above all what our country was supposed to be out, be about live and let live, freedom of thoughts, you know, um, uh, shocker, right? And, and it's been so exposed with this whole Russia versus Ukraine thing because you have BBC coming out with articles saying that, um, oh no, you know, Russia's pushing us out. We can't even report, you know, in independent news or, or news from BBC is, is a fundamental uh, right and issue that we should have. But they never have that sentiment when it comes to um, alternative news here in America the sharing of dissenting opinions, even those that have plenty of credentials to speak on certain issues, they just slap a label of misinformation or whatever the, the going label is. So the hypocrisy is on full display, full display for all to see um, with so many of these issues going on. Oh my goodness. I do, I'll share a cartoon with you in these last 40 seconds. So this was funny. Um, 
Speaking of Russia and Ukraine, there's this cartoon that was shared on Twitter. It says, tell me I'm wrong. And it has Biden filling up his gas tank. And it says Russian energy. And then it has Putin in the background just collecting money. War on Ukraine fund. And then American energy shut down by executive order of Biden. So um, it's funny to find humor in these very important topics and, and subjects because, I mean, we, with so much insanity out there, you have to figure out ways to laugh at it because it is insane. We're literally funding a war that he's speaking out against and refusing to use. Victim of cancel culture, former, former, former woke leftist, he says, and now a libertarian. I'm so excited to have you on. I, I didn't get the chance to talk to you at CPAC, so I called you up and you were all too willing to come on and have this conversation with the, I called myself the Jesus freak of InfoWars, and you're like, hey, that's fine. I'll talk to you. <laughs> so very cool on that. We're just talking about unity. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, Christy, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. Um, I'm really happy to be here to talk to you, even though you're a Christian, and to talk to all of your (laughs) Christian friends and and, and supporters, uh, because the world has changed, um, and Bellfellows are brand new. Um, Yeah, I'm a 25-year civil rights activist. I was the president of of an organization called American Atheists for a while. I was the big, bad atheist guy. I was the general in the war on Christmas. Do you remember when we used to fight about Merry Christmas versus Happy Holidays? Yes. I was in that. That was that was that was my battle. Urgh. And I wish we could fight about that still, but we can't. <laughs> um, you know, I, I wish that was still a problem, that too many people were saying Merry Christmas instead of Happy Holidays. I wish that were the big thing that was getting me angry these days, but it's not. Uh, what happened is, um, I don't know if you know this, but uh, the left went pretty crazy. And uh, they went pretty racist. And um, so I left and um, uh, I, I can't be a part of that. Uh, to be fair, they threw me out, but I also <laughs> left. Um, <laughs> but I thought that these were the kind and tolerant people. That was the plan. That, that was the plan, Christy. They were supposed I mean, to I'm be a the Christian. Kind of I'm not supposed to be willing to talk to you, a horrible, evil atheist. No, 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 no. Atheist. you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be screaming at me that I'm going to go to hell and hell and this and, and I should change my ways and blah, blah, blah. Look, um, we the, this this world has gone crazy and I hope someday that you and I can sit down and have a good old-fashioned debate over whether God exists or whether we should say Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays. In the meantime, we have to fight for actual liberty yes. from people who are actually trying to take actual liberty away. And um, that means freedom of speech. That means freedom of the press. That means freedom of expression. That means freedom to have a peaceful trucker convoy without being demonized. That means not going crazy. And so what has happened is I'm I'm still a liberal, okay? I'm pro-choice. 
I'm pro separation of church and state. I'm pro UBI. I'm pro death with dignity. I'm pro um, universal child care. That's pretty lefty stuff. Mm. But I won't be voting left anytime soon because they don't because they think all whites are racists and that defunding the police is the best way to deal with African American crime. It's crazy, and, and 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 people are dying, and this country is splitting. And so what happened is. Um, Atheist for Liberty came to, to came to life. Um, the entire atheist movement that I was once a part of, all of it, my organiz- my former organization and all the others, they all went woke. None of them is doing the job anymore. And so Atheist for Liberty was founded by a man named Thomas Sheedy, 23 years old, okay? He is the atheist version of Charlie Kirk. He's brilliant. <laughs> and he founded this organization, and I now volunteer for him. And we are the only atheist organization for people right of woke, for atheists right of woke. But we're not an atheist organization here to promote atheism per se. We're atheists and we're here for liberty. The name of the organization is Atheists for Liberty. We're atheists and we're here for liberty, your liberty as well as mine, because that's how liberty works. And so a really good example, if you don't mind me going on, a really good example of one thing that we're doing is the Vaccine Mandate Equality Project. Now, this is a good idea, a good way of to show where conservatism and atheism really meet up nicely and neatly, okay? Because people are being fired right now in this country because they're unwilling to take the vaccine. Now, some people who are unwilling to take the vaccine are religious enough to claim religious exemption and keep their job. Notice that phrase, religious enough. Not religious, religious enough. Bosses across the country are telling their employees, you're religious enough to get this vaccine uh, exemption and keep your job. You, however, are not religious enough. You're maybe not going to church often enough, or you're an atheist, so you don't get the religious exemption. You're fired. That's religious discrimination writ large. It's not legal, and it's hurting this country, and nobody else is fighting this war. So what we're doing at Atheists for Liberty is we're collecting lawyers and plaintiffs for a giant class action lawsuit against employers that commit religious discrimination. And we are championing a secular vaccine. Now, a secular vaccine exemption. Now, secular vaccine exemptions go alongside religious exemptions all over this country, but not with COVID. They're required. Because you can't say you're religious enough to keep your job and you're not religious enough, you're fired. You have to allow equal rights. That's in the Constitution. It's in the Civil Rights Act. You have to allow them to be equal. And what does that mean? Well, if we succeed, we get secular exemptions along with religious exemptions. We negate vax mandates writ large. They go away because everybody has an exemption just like the very religious people. That's what liberty is. And that's how the atheists for liberty are coming in. And you know what? Everybody's fighting these vax mandates on one uh, on one level or another. We're here to swoop in. We've got a good plaintiff. We've got good plaintiffs. Uh, we've got a perfect case. Okay, we're going to have more, a bigger case. But this is religious discrimination. Like I said, writ large, it's illegal. The vaccine mandate is illegal from a separation of church and state standpoint. From a separation of from a religious equality standpoint, vaccine mandates are illegal, and we can stop them. We can kind of swoop in like you know, little atheists with capes on and use religious <laughs> atheists equality. Atheists with capes. <laughs> atheists with capes. Uh, and say, no, everybody gets equal rights, whether you're very religious, moderately religious, or not religious. 
Yeah, That's everyone gets gets treated the same. Now, um, here's a crazy idea. I would push back you on that on that a little bit as far as I consider, um, a, and I don't know if you've heard this argument before, but I consider atheism a religion because I feel like you have faith in believing that there's no God. I have faith in believing that there is God. We can't reproduce. We can't see what happened at the beginning. And so I, I consider atheism just as much of a religion as anything else because it requires faith. What are your thoughts on that? Well, it certainly is a religious position, okay? Um, it's, a, it's an opinion about religion. It's not a religion because we don't have a God and we don't have a holy book. But it is certainly a religious opinion. It is based on the information that we have, just like your information is based on the information that you have. I, I think the place where you're going to is not that atheism is a religion. It's that we're all in this world trying to find our way. And uh, we're all trying to make the best of what we have with the information that we have. The best of the information that I have says there aren't any gods up there. And your information tells you differently. And like I said, we can argue about that someday. Maybe we'll have a few beers and, and, and get on into it. But Really, we have bigger fish to fry here. Uh, you know, we, we have the speech to protect. We have, we, we, it, it's time really for well, the atheists. we can't really have the, the discussion at all if we don't have our freedom of speech, if we can't. Can, can, you, can you imagine how cowardly it would be if I said to you, you disagree with me, therefore you're racist, so I'm not even going to listen to your points. How, 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 how weak would I be in that position? And this is leftism. This is my former leftism. They do that. They say, if you disagree with me, you're just a racist. You're just bad. All whites are racist. All cops are bastards. If you disagree, you're, you're this phobe or that. And, and that's not the way to have an argument. That's not the way to have – that's not humanism, okay? That's, that's just demonizing the other. And that's the exact opposite of humanism. I'm an atheist, but I'm also a humanist, and I believe that we should be fighting for good, all of us. I also believe that you can be a religious humanist and then you can be a conservative humanist or a libertarian humanist. And, and I think we should all try to you know, reduce suffering, increase, life, increase enjoyment in life for everybody. Um, and I think you do too. We just take a different tack. And, and, and that means that we're How all good people trying to How open-minded of you, Dave. Hand. How very open-minded of you. It's like a lost art. Well, we want to talk more with Dave, and actually we're going to um, open up the phone lines for some thoughts from you. And remember, we're all being um, pleasant and compassionate and listening to each other. <laughs> so we'll take some phone calls from you later this hour. Two of our best-selling products are back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. And they will sell out in the next three, four months before I get more of the product in if I sell it at full price. But I want those of you that have been on the fence about getting Winter Sun or getting X3 to try the products and see how amazing they are. And I believe you will then get hooked on them like myself and my family and the crew are. So again, both these products are back in stock. Both X3 and Winter Sun, they are 50% off for a limited time because they're going to sell out at this price. I would estimate in less than a month. So this is your chance to get X3 and experience the good halogens versus the bad halogens. This is your chance to have the highest quality vitamin D3 with vitamin K for your immune system as well. They're amazing and they're at InfoWarsStore.com. And the reason this is a 360 win is it funds the operation. I need funds to run the operation. You need to be healthy. We need to stay on air. It's a match made in heaven. 
So I did it. I signed up for the Austin Marathon. I've been training probably not as much as I should be, but thank goodness for prayer and thank goodness for InfoWarsStore.com. Before I set out on a run, I throw down some Turbo Force to give me that energy I need to get going. You know, besides the energy, Turbo Force, it is giving me the vitamins I need, like vitamin C to keep me healthy and the essential B vitamins plus the amino acids for sustained energy, giving me the best chance at getting through the training. And then every day now, I'm taking Dr. Jones Soreless. I have bad joints. Thanks, Mom. So this is great for giving my joints the extra support they need right now, plus inflammation support and extra flexibility. The quick-release capsules help me recover fast so I can get back to the training. Even if you're not crazy enough to take on a marathon, good news, Turbo Force, that can still give you the energy and clarity you need for every day, and Soreless can keep you moving and feeling great at any age. Infowars.com forward slash show. Welcome to the War Room. Christy Lee guest hosting. And, you know, it's called War Room, and you'd think that there would be a battle going on right now because you have a devout Christian here sitting here. Talking to an atheist, you'd expect us to be fighting it out, duking it out, calling each other names. That's not happening. We're having a conversation um, and trying to understand each other. And also, here's a shocker. Find the common ground that we have, which is freedom and liberty and freedom to speak freely. And um, I'm going to share the Bible verse that I started out with. And sorry about this, Dave. You're just going to have to listen to it. It's from Romans. (laughs) Romans 12, 18, if it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Now, I understand that you think that's from a fairy tale book, but the point remains that uh, we should live peaceably. And I understand that that would be a tenant of, of humanism, which is what you had um, mentioned. So um, I'm reminding that because I am going to open up the phone lines. The phone number is one 789 Remember, live peaceably with all men. Dave Silverman, so you have been um, an active athe- activist atheist. Describe to me what that means. Well, uh, I've been an atheist activist since, uh, you know, since 1996, I believe, uh, you know, spreading, you know, pay, taking taking on issues, fighting for the cause. I fought against the uh, the the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. I fought uh, against uh, a bunch of. I fought for, uh, or I should say, against a lot of school choice bills. Um, I fought pro-choice. You know, it's it's from it, it's taking atheism to the activism level, and I was. Like I said, I was a volunteer for um, the organization for 14 years before I ran it for another nine. Um, and, you know, it's it's been a great honor in my life to be able to be an activist. And, and I've always called myself an activist for good, not just an activist for atheism. I'm trying to promote goodness here, mm. which I think we all should be doing. Um, and I, I think that atheist activism has certainly changed dramatically in the last three or four years, maybe five years. Um, you you said earlier that atheism was a religion, and I said no, because it doesn't have a God. Well, I'm going to contradict myself now, because the left wokeism mm. doesn't have a God, but it certainly looks a lot like a religion, because it has this set of rules, including original sin, being white, you know, this, this these 
many, many mantras and, of course, the demonization of the other, which is common in religion writ large, not picking on one religion versus another. But this 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 wokeism that we see on the left is where the atheism movement now lives. Mm-hmm. So they're atheists, but they're repeating mantras and they're demonizing, demonizing others. And they're, do, they're doing things not like religious people do, but like the religious people that we used to make fun of did. You know, the, the bad religious folks, those folks. Um, they're doing those things. They're throwing out people out of their groups because they disagree. Mm-hmm. We used to make fun. We used to chide. We used to to really make fun of religious groups that would throw out their people who were uh, gay or whatever. And, and, and we would chide them and say, look, look at how bad they are. They're throwing out their people. They have no respect for diversity. And this is where the atheist movement lives now. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so what is atheist activism now? Like I said, there's one move, there's one organization in the whole movement that's doing atheist activism. We're the only ones. Atheist for Liberty is the only organization. And what are we doing? We're just promoting liberty as atheists. Okay. It's it's it used to be like we were like when I first went to CPAC, it was about making sure the athe- the the conservatives knew that atheists were there and atheists were good and we could be conservative too. That's that's a, that's an accomplished task. Okay. Uh, if you go to CPAC now, Atheists for Liberty has a table. Nobody is saying, "Hey, you atheists shouldn't be here." We're, we're an accepted that, I don't, part I, I wanna, of the I want to. I want to see a production. I took a picture when I was at CPAC. Can you find it? I put it in there. Um, it was the the atheist table. I just found it funny that the table that you were next to it said "Concerned Methodists." I don't know if you guys can find that picture. Oh, yeah. it, folder. it was just funny oh, yeah. to see concerned Methodists right next to atheists for Liberty. It was just a funny depiction. Um, but it, everyone treated great. you with respect and and. And, um, and I mean, what kind of, how are you received there? Conservatism has come a long way. Okay. okay. In, in, as far as accepting atheists, when I went, when I first started back in 2014, it was a little, it was, it was difficult. Okay. I got a lot of resistance. We found a lot of atheists, which is why I came back, but there was a lot of, um, distaste for mm-hmm. atheist presence there. And that mm-hmm. is, that is, I, I would say 97% gone. Okay. Um, Atheists, the Atheist for Liberty booth was a welcome booth at CPAC. There was no harassment. There was no vandalism. There was no theft. There was no nothing. We were just there next to the next to the uh, concerned Methodists. Concerned Methodists, and 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 the guy at the concerned Methodist booth group was a really nice guy. And uh, you know, last year, uh, last year we were next to the the Trump lady with the Trump everywhere, Trump everywhere, Trump everywhere, and uh, one person went up to her and said, "Hey." You're sitting next to those atheists. What do you think about that? And she said to them, I'm not a Christian either. <laughs> and, and, and so it, it is great that that um, we have this new world, this new conservatism, because we have a new liberalism. Um, and uh, I, I think it's wonderful that as liberal minded people like myself can no longer deal with the left because of racism. It is It is crazy. I do want to hear a little bit more about your background. Have you always been an atheist? Did you grow up in an atheist home? I was uh, I was raised as a conservative Jew. Um, my, my parents were originally going to name me Jew, but they decided it wasn't <laughs> Jewish sounding enough, so they called me David Silverman instead. Um, <laughs> 
Um, I was raised a Reformed Jew. I've been an atheist since I was six years old. I remember the moment that I stopped believing in God when I was six years old. I stopped believing in God, the Easter Bunny, and the Tooth Fairy, and Santa Claus all in one shot. All at the same time. Haven't believed since then. Yep. Haven't believed since then. Got bar mitzvahed as an atheist. Got confirmed as an atheist. Went to Brandeis as an atheist. Um, and it's um, it's been an interesting uh, it's been an interesting ride because I've been exposed to religion a lot, uh, a lot, um, and the atheism doesn't seem to go anywhere. I just keep winning uh, when I debate it, and that's why I'm an atheist because I, I've never seen anything anywhere ever that convinces me of anything supernatural in existence, um, or even hints at it, frankly. Um, so that's why I'm an atheist, and I, you know. Got married young, uh, was married for a while, and then uh, became an activist when I was 30. And that's when I really started to enjoy, you know, being an atheist because I started to actually uh, create change. And that change was in the change for tolerance for atheists um, more than anything else. And, and the acceptance of the normalization of atheism, that was my big thing. And, and that was great. I, th I think we did it. But, I mean, we have a brand new cause to fight for because now we have to fight now we have to fight as atheists for the enlightenment values that allowed us to have the discussions in the first place. I mean, can you imagine, can I imagine? Yes, I can. Uh, you know, going back 10 years ago, 20 years ago, when atheism wasn't accepted, when I was really shouting a minority point of view, on hated point of view, I mean, what would it have been like if somebody had frozen my, my bank account? Yeah. What would it have been like if somebody had just, you know, done something to my life because I was strongly opposed to President George W. Bush when he was president. What if President Bush had messed with my life more because I'd done it? More with Dave Silverman after the break. Thanks, Dave. Alex Jones here with a very simple proposal for all our great InfoWars listeners and viewers. If you will simply get X3 with all three types of good iodine that boost your immune system and help everything that goes on in your body at the cellular level, it will change your life. It will invigorate you. It will empower you. Almost everyone has iodine deficiency. Look into it for yourself. It's the opposite of fluoride. It's the good halogen. And then your purchase of X3 funds our operation. Now, a lot of our products have been sold out and never came back in because of the lockdowns and supply chain breakdowns. We were sold out of X3 for a long time. And I had it on sale for 50% off, and a lot of folks were getting it. And I was thinking, you know what? I'm going to bring it back on sale again just until it sells out. Because even though we won't make as much money in the long run, a lot of folks need this product, and we need to get the money from the sales in now to stay on air. So your X3 right now at 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com forward slash show. We are in a war for America. This is The War Room. Watch the live stream at band.video. All right, welcome back to The War Room. This is Chris Dewey, guest hosting. Obviously, because I'm speaking out of turn. Not used to all of this. But um, we are going to be taking some phone calls for... Um, 
For Dave Silverman, he is a 25-year atheist activist, uh, victim of cancel culture, former woke leftist, and now libertarian. Now, you say you're a victim of cancel culture. I don't think you expanded on that. Can you tell me what you mean? Yeah, well, let's just say that um, I had some experiences with uh, some ladies at my uh, old job, um, and they lied about them. And uh, there was no, you know, you've heard the stories, well, she misunderstood or he misunderstood, uh, they they crossed wires. That's not what happened. Um, Two women completely lied about their experience with me. They made stuff up that was grotesquely wrong. Uh, and I was fired immediately with no due process. They did not even take the moment to say, Dave, did you do it? Um, they took the moment to say, OK, we have a process that requires due process. We're going to take a vote and ignore that process so that we can fire Dave without due process. And so uh, basically what happened was, I mean, I, I've I've always had I've never been fully woke. Right. I was never really woke enough. I've always been a free speech person. And I've always been a very strong proponent for ex-Muslims, which I don't know if you know this. The woke don't like ex-Muslims. That that's they're 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 that's not okay. But they're a really important point of the atheist movement. Um, and I made you know I, I was the big firebrand. I was the top of the mountain. I was the king of the hill. So everybody wanted to take me down, and they did. And they did um, using cancel culture. And just canceled me. And, and you see it was cancel the most culture as uh, as more of a, a wokest leftist issue, right? Oh, absolutely. I, I view cancel culture as uh, taking some taking an accusation as fact, um, abhorring the idea that the accuser might be lying, abhorring the idea of due process, and then just getting rid of the victim, saying you should have done something differently or you need to be responsible for your actions while not being responsible for their own due process. Um, I, I can't believe that the ACLU has, has, has gone woke. I can't believe it's that, the, insane. that, that it, it is insane. I mean, before when you were off, when I was off camera, you were talking about how crazy things are. It's crazy out there. And that's why I'm here. That's that. That's why all those things that I used to fight for Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, all that stuff, uh, it, it's it's not as important as, as, free as speech. Yeah. Well, I I super appreciate this conversation and and the unification and your willingness to be open minded enough to um to someone that you saw as an enemy before you're you're saying let's unite we're we're in, both in this freedom and liberty thing, but I do want to say um as far as my impression of atheism atheism and atheists before the main thing that um well beyond the fact that it's my heart's desire that you know you're saved saved but beyond that my main thing (laughs) my main issue is um this rewriting uh, i i always see atheist groups saying freedom from religion when the actual writing says freedom of religion and um and now you seem like a very tolerant person, but in in other circumstances, it's like if there was prayer in school that was just like organized by students, or if something said under God, or like you said, you know, Merry Christmas. Like, where's the tolerance and just like live and let live? Like, there's a difference between so, mandating prayer for for all students and like letting students pray or letting a coach pray if the students are cool with that. You want to speak on that at all? Yeah. 
But if, if the students are cool with that is a big thing and peer pressure is a big push. Uh, and no, I would fight against you on that. There shouldn't be any prayer in the schools. If a student wants to pray in a school, they can pray to themselves in a school. There's absolutely nothing stopping them from doing that. There is absolutely no reason that any God would require a student to pray in a group versus individually. One prayer is not- But does it say freedom of religion or freedom from religion? Because the freedom, actual words say freedom, freedom of religion. religion, not freedom from. Right. It doesn't say freedom from. Freedom. Freedom from is a part of freedom of, okay? Freedom from is a part of freedom of religion. That's why that's important, because you can have freedom of, from religion. That's a right, because it's a part of freedom of religion. You can be an atheist. You can raise your children as atheists. That's part of freedom of religion, that from part. And so if you send your kids to public school and, you know, it's not about one kid praying because he wants to, it's about, okay, the, the coach is now saying, okay, everybody, all the cool kids gather together and pray. That's peer pressure. That's not cool. I wouldn't support that. That's a bad thing. And you wouldn't support that if we were in a Muslim school and you were in your kid was the only Christian and all the Muslims See, got I'm gonna together. I'm going to disagree with you there thing. because kids are peer pressured to do all kinds of things that Christians wouldn't agree with and they just have to deal with it. So if there's a group of students that want to come together and they, people feel like they're peer pressuring pe prayers to join in, we'll oh, yeah. deal with if, it. If, like if either way, it goes both ways. But I do want to get to phone calls. Um, that That's just, I guess, one source will agree. It does go both ways. If there's going to be a group of students that pray, there's got to be a group of students that there's got to be allowed a group of students that are atheists. If you, if, if it's equal, equal. I don't think anyone if, if, yeah, yeah, has students, has disagreed right? with that. I just yeah. yeah. Let's um take phone calls. Um, let's go to Angel in Texas. Angel. Hello. Yeah. Hey, Christy. Great to talk to you again. Uh, remember me? I called uh, in about uh, Fort Worth. Uh, Did you have a question had, uh, for going? for Dave about atheism or our comment? Uh, yeah. Um. You might not know this, but the, uh, some of the higher-ups uh, that claim to be um, atheists and uh, all this, um, they might not, um, they they may say that they're atheists, but deep down inside, they're Luciferian. Okay, let's talk to you about that. <laughs> let's talk to you. So, so Dave, do you get, do you get, um, do people, because you're atheists, automatically think that you're Satanist? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because a lot of people equate equate atheism with evil and Satanism with evil. So, it, because you're not religion, so if you're not separated from, if you're not in the religion, you're out of the religion. Therefore, you're Satanists. No, there are no atheist leaders that believe in the Satan. There are no atheist leaders that are Luciferians. Um, I can tell you this absolute surety. We're all really atheists, and we're all trying to find our way. And you don't have to. You know, put us into a. You don't have to say that we're lying or pretend that we're lying. You can just take us as our atheists, and we're trying to do the right thing, just like you were. And you know, I could go on and say, oh, you know, a whole bunch of atheists or a whole bunch of Christians are just faking it. They're all going through the motions. If you go look at that Pope, I'll bet you he's an atheist. And I have said that. Well, I stuff, think that you know? we think that too, actually, about the Pope. So yeah, we well, can you agree know about what? That. It's, it's not okay to actually tell to actually tell people what other people think. You know, you don't know what other people think. Um, I can tell you that in my 25 years of atheist activism, I've never met a closeted believer in any rank of any atheist organization. I've never seen a hint of that. So, no, I don't think that's real. I don't think that's valid. Uh, but I do think that we uh, do need to not try and pigeonhole each other, not try and say, okay, they're not really uh, opposite from us. They're secretly like us. Accept people as being different from us and move forward as that. That's diversity. 
Does that answer your question, Angel? That's why I said the higher up. Uh, okay, so you're not saying all atheists are Satanists, just the higher. The hi- I mean, I mean, I was the yeah, highest like person in activism in America for and for ten years. I was the highest person in atheism in America for ten years. I was the highest the- person, highest paid person. Yeah, I was the general in the in, in the atheist war on Christmas. There's there's no there's no Luciferians in atheism. I'm sorry. You're wrong. Do you believe, Dave, do you believe that there are Satanists, Dave? Well, do Satanists exist? Yeah, I mean, do you believe that, 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 that there, there are Satanists, that there are people that worship Satan? Well, of course. You know, uh, they're wrong, too. <laughs> there's no real <laughs> Satan. So if they worship Satan, and of course, there's the Satanic Temple, which is more secular version of, uh, of, of Satanism, which is not really the same. But if you got... You know, the Levian Church of Satan, you know, the actual people who believe in an incarnate Satan, I'm sure they exist. And they're just as wrong as all you Christians. Oh, okay. Come on. I thought we were playing nice. I thought we were playing nice here. You know? Um, Shots fired. fired. (laughs) Okay. Well, we do appreciate Dave Silverman coming on, being open-minded enough to talk to me, who he says is wrong. Um, But, you know, it's it's all good. Um, And we'll take more phone calls after this break. Selling products are back in stock. Infowarstore.com. And they will sell out in the next three, four months before I get more of the product in if I sell it at full price. But I want those of you that have been on the fence about getting Winter Sun or getting X3 to try the products and see how amazing they are. And I believe you will then get hooked on them like myself, my family, and the crew are. So again, both these products are back in stock. Both X3 and Winter Sun, they are 50% off for a limited time because they're going to sell out at this price. I would estimate in less than a month. So this is your chance to get X3 and experience the good halogens versus the bad halogens. This is your chance to have the highest quality vitamin D3 with vitamin K for your immune system as well. They're amazing and they're at InfoWarsStore.com. And the reason this is a 360 win is it funds the operation. I need funds to run the operation. You need to be healthy. We need to stay on air. It's a match made in heaven. The scientific dictatorship that I've been warning you about for 27 years has now gone from beta testing to operational. The globalists are out in the open with their planetary depopulation takeover, their robot takeover. But the good news is we've been working and you've been working and others have been working across the planet for decades to get ready for this, to be able to fight it off. Humanity is strong. We're incredible. And if we're aware of the attack that's happening, we have a real chance of defeating it. If we ask God for guidance, we will defeat it. So prayer is essential, research is essential, getting prepared is essential, and warning others is absolutely essential. And at the same time, supporting InfoWars by buying high-quality products to keep us on air is essential because they're great products for you and your family, and they're also funding our operation. InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWarsStore.com is incredible. A lot of our products that have been sold out because of the supply chain breakdowns are back in, like Bodies, Vasobeats, and others. So get them today at InfoWarsStore.com, and I thank you for being part of the resistance. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. Final 
final segment of the hour, we have Dave Silverman, Atheists for Liberty, with us, a 25-year atheist activist. And, you know, we're going to dive back into your phone call since this is the final segment. We want to hear from you. But, um, you know, Dave, you got a little dig in on me before the break. You said, you're wrong because you're Christian, so let me respond to that. If I'm wrong, then you and I are both six feet under. If and, and no consequences. If you're wrong, then there's eternal consequences. So just maybe think on that. And here's my hope for you. You had a, an awakening with the le- the leftists and their, their wokeness, and so that changed you. And so for me, that gives me hope that you can be changed, you can be enlightened, and, and maybe, you know, Jesus will reveal himself to you. But that's all I'm going to say out of love and compassion and um, take it for what it is. That was my, I have to get my response in there, Dave. So, and that's okay. I, I get that. The Christian thing is to make everybody Christian. And, you know, yes, I would love for you to see the light of, of secularism and become an atheist too. And I think you'd be a happier person well, if good, you did. What good does that do me to be an atheist? Well, you, well, you, you wouldn't what be harm is it to believe in, in Jesus? What harm is it? Well, it's submission to a false god. What's what? Is there harm in belie- believing in one of the Hindu gods? Is there harm in believing in Zeus? Yes, is there harm because in, it, it's a false god. Yes, that's correct. Okay, but I, I don't want to exactly monopolize correct. the time, though, because I, <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to. Mon- I, I want to talk to you more. Trust me, um, but I don't want to monopolize the time because there are people waiting to talk to you. So um, let's go to um, Nathan in Canada. Nathan, hi. Uh, Mrs. Lee, uh, David, thanks for taking my call. You can hear me? Yes, I can, Nathan. What's up? Oh, yeah, thanks very much. Hey, just a quick plug for the InfoWars store. I got all three PJW's shirts. I got the Save the Frog shirt. Uh, Stephanie from InfoWarsStore.com. Stephanie from InfoWarsStore.com. Thank you. My question is, I'm not a Christian here, but if everyone tried, just tried, no one's perfect, to simply adhere to the Ten Commandments, would that make a reasonable, pleasant society? No. It would be a horrible society. Have you read the Ten Commandments? I am the Lord thy God. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. The the, The penalty is death. Remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. The penalty is death. Thou have no graven images of anything. That payment is death, and that's a lot of Catholics. And, and none of those those commandments they don't they don't help anything. Uh, honor thy father and mother is nice. Thou shalt not kill is not nice. But thou shalt not worship any graven image. Thou shalt not make God, take God's name in vain. Remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. This isn't the way to a positive world. If you'd like to do a positive world. I'd like to look more in the lines of Hillel and Jesus and Sun Shu even uh, to, to, to look at how we can find humanism uh, because the Ten Commandments isn't humanism. There's no there's like three things on the Ten Commandments that I can stand behind. The rest of it is 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 not a good word. I would like, you know, you know, you own yourself, uh, protect other people's liberty, uh, don't own each other, don't hurt each other. Um, that's not in the Ten Commandments. Don't rape. It's not in the Ten Commandments. We should change. If you wanted to have some commandments, I'd love to sit down with you. But the truth of the matter is there's no real one religious rule that we can all just obey because when you dig down even one level, they're not such good rules. Adultery means more than just cheating on your spouse. Adultery means leave the children alone. 
Okay. So that doesn't make it a good rule. I mean, so, so yeah, so leave the children alone. That's a good rule, but, but remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. No, I, I work on Sundays. Okay. And a lot of people do. Okay. Uh, uh, honor thy mother and father. Well, you know what? My parents had some issues uh, and I have some issues as a parent. And, and you know what? A lot of people have bad parents. That should not be a rule that people must follow. What if you have really awful parents? Uh, you know, so, so the Ten Commandments, no. I would say I reject the Ten Commandments, all but two or three of them. I say uh, as a list of rules, it still gets an F. But there are some good places in religion and in secular religion and in secularism, I should say. You know, there's good places. That, there's good, uh, you know, Robert Greene Ingersoll is a great source for good morality that affects people on a, on a global level that doesn't involve you know, a submission to an invisible deity. All right, Nathan, we do have to get to other phone calls. Um, let's Thanks, go- Nathan. Thank you, um, Nathan. Let's go to um, Kellen in Missouri. Kellen. Hey, guys. I enjoy listening to you guys so far. Can you hear me okay? We can hear you. Yep. Awesome. Okay, so first off, a lot of respect to both of you, right? I think atheism requires an incredible amount of uh, control of fear. If I thought at the end of my existence there was nothing, my whole life would seem like a pinpoint, and I would be terrified into probably doing things that weren't the best. So I, I'm amazed by you being an upright and moral person in that in that situation and charging forward with your thoughts and joining the Infowars community to essentially, you know, rise up against these globalist forces. And to you, the Christianity is equally as impressive because. I mean, I was raised that way. I still teeter back and forth with that. But, you know, putting all of your faith into a person that's there, has died, was potentially killed by his own father, in a sense, abandoned, and then re-brought into the fold afterwards as an example to stop the sacrifice of people as as an evil practice. Let us never do it again. I think that is also a very hard a hard thing to live by, at least in the global community, with all of the persecution against it. But I think what we need to remember here is that we need to come together. You know, I see the jabs, and I understand the ideological views. I was going to talk about my, my belief system, but I actually think just rising up from an, an anonymous point is important at this point, because I see us becoming fragmented, and we have to remember we've come together in this situation because of the gravity of it. And although we can get caught up in our issues, there are literal, evil, terroristic, genocidal forces from on high that are combining in some sort of neo-feudal, pathological, technocratic death cult to wipe out our freedoms and enslave us. So let's hold on to the message that, you know, peace, love, liberty, knowledge, wisdom, we have to use our individual talents to awaken those around us, and we won't get everybody, but use the parable of the sower. You still need to throw the seed. You know what I mean? (laughs) I think I don't have too much more to say, but I just wanted to remind everyone we have to come together. It's very important right now. Great call. Thank you, Kellen. Um, And I guess he has more of an agnostic point of view, but um, really appreciate that phone call. And uh, Josh wants to ask a question to you, Dave. Josh? Josh? You're on the air. So I do have a question. I just want to preface it really quickly and say that I think this conversation is very fun. It's awesome. Obviously, if you're on the atheist side, you think it's very fun because people are going to learn and perhaps come become an atheist. 
you're on the Christian side, you think people are going to learn to become a Christian. But I've had this conversation with strangers multiple times because I actually enjoy it so much. The question is, Dave, do you believe that human beings, mankind, are at the top of the food chain and there's nothing in existence of superior power or intellect? Yeah. Okay. That is not what I wanted to hear necessarily because I thought you were atheist. <laughs> I believe that if we immediately say that man is not at the top of the food chain, you are open to other gods such as Zeus or the sun god or Mother Earth or even possibly God himself. No, he you said haven't he's an read atheist. My book. <laughs> that, no, I, I'm an atheist. We, we wouldn't believe in any gods. They're all wrong. All gods are the same and they're all false. Zeus equals Jesus understand that and I, I just want to reiterate there's a little irony to the question if you don't believe that man is at the top of the food chain he said he does as, believe that man is at the top of the food chain right but if you don't believe it that oh. means you have a lot of credence to be an atheist because there's no god but if you believe man is not at the top then what is at the top because if you have something at the top and you just have a question in your mind you actually are agnostic and that's what i was talking about the atheism mm -hmm. Versus agnosticism, there's a, there's a separation there. And I believe about half the people who are atheists today are actually agnostic because they've never had the intellect to have the conversation that we're having. That's why this is such a valuable conversation. People need that. So, so your, definitions of your, your definitions of atheism and agnosticism are wrong. Uh, atheism is not uh, separate from agnosticism. Atheism overlaps with agnosticism. Uh, atheism is the lack of belief in a god agnosticism is the admission that we do not know everything. I'm both an atheist and an agnostic. Okay. Thank, if you, God for, comes yeah, down thank to, you for clarifying that, Dave. We are 20 seconds out to the end of the show, um, so not much time to, to end out. But thank you so much for coming on. I think we should do this again because I feel like we could go in a thousand different directions. Very enlightening, very interesting. We had other phone calls that wanted to talk to you, so we're going to have to do this again sometime. Really appreciate you being on, David. Thanks for having me on. Christmas. With the world awakening, I think what's important that we rise their momentum right now, take advantage of this moment, and I've always an idea that's something everybody can do, that every listener can do. I think it'd be powerful and effective for us to, uh, you know, hang banners over highways. Imagine a giant banner in Houston or LA or Atlanta that says, Alex Jones is right, Infowars.com, or we stand with the truckers, arrest scouts, or whatever. It's Brother, I'm so glad you called elaborate on this. Yes, now is the time in your small town or your big city to write something on the bathroom wall or to put a sticker on your car or banner hangs over highways and it will be a chain reaction. What do you recommend people say on these banner hangs? I have a few ideas. First of all, arrest out, arrest by swab. The vaccine is poison. There's tons of things. I say just keep it short, keep it concise. No, I agree. Arrest Fauci, arrest Bill Gates. The COVID vax is poison. Beautiful. Yeah, there's ways that we could all be involved and we could all be affected. So that's what I'm calling about. God bless you, Chris, in Atlanta. I really, really appreciate you calling us today. Thank you so much. The fight for the future is now. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. went quick. Plenty to talk about there. Fascinating conversation. Appreciate Dave Silverman and his openness for coming on with us um, from Atheists for Liberty. If you want to check more of him out, sorry we didn't get to all of you. Um, 
well, that tells me that there's some plenty of interest there, and uh, we will try and do that again sometime. Um, but there are some other calls that I can get to real quick before we go to Jeff Brain from Clout Hub. He is my next guest. We're working to connect with him, um, but uh, I'll take a phone call real quick because uh, Wild Wild from Wisconsin's been waiting, and he says he has a scoop on Ukraine. So let's go to Wild from Wisconsin. Yeah, uh, I saw this on Telegram, and it's been reported since 2015 in Ukraine, but there's apparently videos and pictures of uh, Ukrainian as of Nazi soldiers crucifying uh, Russian soldiers and then uh, breaking their kneecaps when they're crucified on the cross. Did you and you're see saying that that was from 2015? Well, they're saying there's some of them that's been happening since 2015. Oh, and there's videos that are claiming that it's of current day as well on Telegram. I was wondering if you've heard of this or if you can confirm this. I had not heard anything about that, but you said it's it's being shared on Telegram? Yep, yep. And there's, like, pictures and stuff. And, it's you know, it's pretty graphic, obviously. Eesh. Well, I mean, like I said at the beginning when I was talking about the Russia versus Ukraine situation, I I said very clearly, I don't claim to know what is going on um, because I'm not there. But and, and we cannot trust our media. We cannot trust the propaganda that is being pushed out on both sides. Um, I do think that Greg Reese has a really great report on this where he kind of summarizes the Oliver Stone piece. Um, uh, called Ukraine on Fire. Um, that's really eye-opening because we're hearing that it's just pure propaganda that Putin is calling the Russians a bunch of Nazis. But if you actually look at the history, um, there may be some truth to that, although it may not justify exactly what he's doing. I think it's important to have, be well-rounded and understand all of the history that goes into this so that we can at least try and make some sense out of it. So again, the first casualty of war is truth. You can find that up on band.video. That is from Greg Reese. Check it out. A good summary of that documentary if you don't have time to watch the whole thing. But thank you for that tip, Wild. And let's go to Johnny in Florida. Uh, Dave. My name is Johnny. Oh, sorry, Johnny, Johnny, Dave, Dave was in the last hour. He is no longer um, on. Uh, You can reach out to him. He's with Atheists for Liberty. Is there um, something else that you wanted to share with us? Apologize that he's not um, on the line any longer. I knew he wasn't on the line. I just wanted him to reach out to me because I could talk to him because I did 10 years in the state prison. I've been with killers, child molesters, rapers. uh, And I'm going to tell you something. God is real. I don't know if God has long hair. I don't know if Jesus has long hair. I don't know if he has glasses. I don't know what he does for a living. All I can tell you is that you might not believe in him, brother, but he believes in you, my friend. Anyways, what I was getting to, thank you, InfoWars, for everything you do. But, and I'm not, uh, I want to thank Alex. I came to this country when I was two and a half years old. And, uh, Alex... He's my social studies teacher. I'm not some little punk either. I'm uh, I'm very well educated. I learned on my own. And uh, I'm successful on my own. But I'm going to tell you, God's real. My wife and I, 100%, I'm a trucker as well. Mm-hmm. My wife asks for help. It's like instant. It's the weirdest thing. It actually freaked me out in the beginning. I was like, are you kidding me? Is this voodoo or what? But it's real. <laughs> 
Okay? But anyways, thank you, Alex. Thank you, Christy. Hey, and just so you know, for my wife, my family, I did that video of your song that you like, and I also did the Christmas song for you, the video of me on the drum. God bless you, and I hope you like it, okay? I got to go because I can't do this anymore. Bye-bye. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much for your phone call. Johnny from Florida, he said Alex became a social studies teacher. We love you too, Johnny. We're so glad you know Jesus. Somebody got to do it. Hey, let's go, Brand. I keep it drawn like I'm in Canada. Hey, hey, let's go, Brand. Pandemic ain't real, they just panic. Hey, hey, let's go, Brand. When you ask questions, they start panic. So hey, good. Let's, let's go, go Brand. Hey, hey, let's go, Especially Brandon. after that State hey, of the Union. Let's go, Brand. saying trump was was the greatest but man this is he's a lot more fun than alzheimer's patient that we have right now that doesn't even know what he's talking about half the time um go get him at the end of the state of the union still trying to figure out what that means um now we are being joined now by jeff brain he is the ceo and founder of clout hub i was able to to join the clout hub crew uh there in um orlando florida for CPAC. And um, Jeff, welcome in. Thank you, Christy. And was, thank you for joining so us. What a, group, what a great group of people you have with Clout Hub. Well, thank you. Yeah, we're, I'm very lucky. We've got a great group and it was great to work with you over the weekend. You were wonderful. Thanks for you handled most of the interviews we did. It's a great interview. <laughs> One right after the other. We appreciate that Clout Hub is um, big friends of Imports. You know, you can actually share band video clips on Clout Hub without worrying about them getting banned or censored or your your posts on Clout Hub getting pushed down to oblivion. Um, Clout Hub is very free. What can you tell me about how Clout Hub is different than like say Getter or some of these other options? There's so many now. Yeah, first of all, I, I think uh, having more free speech platforms like Getter and the others is important. So, um, but we are different. Most of the alternatives, whether it's Parler, Getter, or now Truth Social with the president are mostly Twitter alternatives. And CloudHub is a much more comprehensive platform. We're trying to provide you everything you need in one platform so that you don't have to be going to 12 different platforms, do your videos on YouTube, do your groups on Facebook, do your discussions on Twitter, and there's, of course, many others. You can do everything on one platform at CloudHub. Um, we, we actually are also changing the direction and, and focus of social media. Most of social media is really um, about look at me, I get this many likes, I get this many follows. CloudHub is social media that serves society. So we will connect you to the things in life that shape and enrich your life and create a better society, such as a civic hub where you can interact with your neighbors or fellow school parents to address the issues at the local school or community. There'll be a faith hub where you can share and grow in your faith and access inspirational movies, books, and music, watch different services. There'll be an education hub where you can actually do uh, remote classes, um, download homeschooling for your children, things like that. Uh, there'll be an entertainment hub, a sports hub, a health hub, a finance hub, business hub, and a marketplace. So all the things that really shape and define your life. So it That's sounds what like, social media 
Yeah, and it sounds like um, instead of having like a Twitter and a Facebook and a YouTube and having to go out to all these different websites, what's cool about Cloud Hub is it's like all in one. You can do Zoom meetings essentially. Um, you can have the typical posts. You can have the videos like YouTube. I mean, but it's all in one platform, which is nice because sometimes all these platforms gets overwhelming. Um, but we did show that there was heavy involvement of Cloud Hub with the. Uh, Freedom Convoy truckers, and that was really like a thankless thing that you guys did. You just kind of organized that. You were getting money to to truckers, and, and it, you weren't really being compensated for that or anything. You were just able to organize that. How, how did that work so well on a platform like CloudHub? Well, that's what CloudHub is designed to do, is actually, you know, we have groups where groups are organizing, whether it's about schools, whether it's about our freedoms, whether it's about election integrity. Um, it, it is a place for people to come and effectively connect, organize, and influence the issues they care about. So the truckers had reached out to us um, right around the time that um, Facebook took them down. They had 600,000 people in a group on Facebook, and Facebook overnight just took them down. So they started to organize on CloudHub. Then GoFundMe froze their funds and decided to give it back. And so we were able to get them set up on Give, Send, Go. And we were able to market that new campaign, get it out there to, to the public. And actually, they raised five, $9 million in five days. So we were very grateful, Bill, to do that for them. Of course, then the Canadian government you know, declared a state of emergency and froze those funds. But the funds are still sitting in an account, and that'll be resolved at some point. And hopefully, it'll go to the truckers up in Canada. You know, And it just shows what ordinary people can do when they work together. You know, it's incredible what the Canadian truckers did. They, they really lit the fire under the world because you now see these trucker convoys in Brazil and Italy in Australia and, of course, now the People's Convoy in America. Now, now, you've been no stranger to attacks yourself. I mean, especially just Clout Hub as it was. I mean, it has come under attack. But you guys have also responded by, um, I mean, you, you have your own infrastructure now, right? Can you t explain how you've responded to attacks and improvements made? Yeah. So we were attacked early. Um, CloudHub in November of 2020, after, three days after the election, one of our channels um, you know, declared that they felt the election was a fraud. And IBM at the time was hosting all our videos on IBM Watson, and they, without any notice or you know, discussing it with us, took all our channels down. Um, so it was an early warning to us of what was coming. That was way before Parler got deplatformed. So we knew early what to expect, and we did protect ourselves. And, uh, you know, we don't go into too much detail about how we did that or what the infrastructure is, of course, of course because uh, you can imagine. But uh, we are protected and, and we cannot be taken down. And we're very proud of that. And that's what you need to do these days. You know, when I decided to create a social media platform in 2018, I had no idea, you know, the real struggles that we'd be facing, um, seeing funds frozen for a protest, right, for freedom, you know, and, and having to make sure your platform cannot be taken down. Now, when we were all there in Orlando, Florida, there were um, times that just in, in talking about the, the direction the country was taken and different things planned, you would you would say like, oh yeah, back when I was at Mar-a-Lago and, and maybe a couple of weeks ago in Mar-a-Lago, I mean, it's just like so casually referred to that we, we teased you saying like, you refer to Mar-a-Lago and hanging out with Trump like you, you made a stop to Wendy's. <laughs> Like, so um, is there, and you, you had meetings, you kept, were disappearing to have some important meetings. Is there any kind of, any updates, anything that you can let the rest of us know that maybe uh, don't refer to Mar-a-Lago like we're, we're going through a drive-thru? 
Yeah. Um, well, first of all, we we think it's great that the president's back on social media. Um, he has a voice. People should be heard. He, he should never have been taken down off of the existing platforms in the first place. Absolutely. And I would say that if it was Barack Obama. It You don't take people off of platforms like that, especially who have such, you know, been president and, and so influential. Half the country, you know, supports him. Um, I have had discussions. Um, it's not something I want to go into detail about, but... You know, um, CloudHub is a good platform. We we feel the president should be on CloudHub because he could come tomorrow and mobilize his base through our groups, through our our events feature, um, you know, in, in our discussions. And uh, we have a very important year. We have a, a midterm election that will determine a lot of things in this country. And we have a lot at stake. Our liberties are being attacked on a daily basis. And we must... Um, mobilize freedom-loving people here in the United States and abroad. If the lights go out here in the United States, they go out pretty well everywhere, and it'll be a long time before, you know, freedom is is returned. That's the just the way it works. So we, I have talked to people, you know, involved with the president and encouraged them to get involved with CloudHub. And uh, no no decisions have been made, and uh, but we think it's the right thing to do. Anything else that um, we should know about um, things coming up or ways we can go? I mean, I know there's a freedom fight night that people can actually watch in CloudHub, right? Yeah, and that's a good point, too. You know, CloudHub is a broader platform. It's not just, um, like I said, it's not just a Twitter alternative. Um, we have these events, you know, where people can, 100,000 people can watch an event and interact, actually. And uh, we have uh, Tito Ortiz and Frank Mir and... Um, Rampage Jackson involved with us, and they will be March 19th in Fort Lauderdale, a live fight uh, where they're they're actually have a team that will fight each other. They're the coaches, and we do have lots of that kind of interesting stuff on CloudHub. It's great. Awesome. Thank you so much, uh, Jeff Brain from CloudHub. If you want, you can stay on for another segment. If you've got to go, that's fine too. Um, but we'll be back after this break. Thank you so much, Jeff Brain from CloudHub. It has been noted by many a historian that the first casualty of war is the truth. Then the next big casualty isn't even the people that die. No, that invariably follows. But first, there is the crackdown on populations, basic liberty and speech and massive censorship. And now across the world, from the United States to Europe, legislation is being introduced that if you amplify any quote pro-russian information you can be censored you can be arrested you can be imprisoned and of course now canada's introduced legislation that if you have a thought crime and they think you may have the intent to engage in hate speech online that you will be censored and arrested Ladies and gentlemen, the authoritarianism is being carried out by the globalists around the world against humanity. That makes InfoWars.com more important than ever. With the world awakening, I think what's important that we rise the momentum right now, take advantage of this moment. And I've always an idea that something everybody can do, that every listener can do. I think it'd be powerful and effective for us to, uh, you know, hang banners over highways. Imagine a giant banner in Houston or LA or Atlanta that says, Alex Jones is right, InfoWars.com, or we stand with the truckers, arrest route, or whatever. It's Brother, I'm so glad you called to elaborate on this. Yes, now is the time in your small town or your big city to write something on the bathroom wall or to put a sticker on your car or 
Banner, banner hangs over highways, and it will be a chain reaction. What do you recommend people say on these banner hangs? I have a few ideas. First of all, health care is going to be forward. Arrest Fauci, arrest swap. The vaccine is poison. There's tons of things. I say just keep it short, keep it concise. No, I agree. Arrest Fauci, arrest Bill Gates. The COVID vax is poison. Beautiful. Yeah, there's ways that we could all be involved and we could all be affected. So that's what I'm calling about. God bless you, Chris, in Atlanta. I really, really appreciate you calling us today. Thank you so much. Infowars.com forward slash show. Some guy in headphones with a with a flag blanket going on there. Well, you know, it's all good. We're about freedom. Do whatever you want. Sit there and see. I see he is like doing a bike. I told you guys. I told you. Oh, he's gen- he's generating power by biking or something. I don't know. But you can see this on YouTube. Where? How do you find this on YouTube again, guys? You can go Fry TV now. What? Oh, Fry, there it is. Okay, I see it. <laughs> Took me a minute, guys. Sorry. Fry TV now. There it is in the corner. Okay. So this is interesting. You can see all kinds of live looks of, of the, the people's convoy trucker situation. All right. We are talking to Jeff Brain. He is the CEO, founder of Clout Hub, which is all about freedom of speech. And, um, of course, you know, the mainstream media, the globalists say hate free speech. But he is standing up for it. Jeff, we haven't really gotten into your background. How did you, uh, how did it come about that you founded this in the first place? And how long has Clout Hub been out there for people to speak freely? So my background, I've been an entrepreneur all my adult life and a civic leader. I used to live in Los Angeles. During that period of time, I did a lot of activities to reform Los Angeles, to revitalize portions of the city. I raised money for schools. At one point, actually, the L.A. Times, even though I was a conservative, named me one of the top 10 civic leaders of L.A. I felt that there was an opportunity to use social media for that purpose of, of bringing people together and, and giving them the tools to be able to address the issues that they care about. Of course, you can socialize and have fun with your friends like we do on platforms. But when you need to, we see that Facebook will not allow that, right? You get the group taken down. We see the YouTube slaps your hand, takes your videos down if you say anything they don't agree with, and, and Twitter's doing the same. So we really needed a place. You know, social media has transformed relationships, right? On Facebook, you can find a friend you hadn't seen, you know, 10, 20 years from college. It has transformed business networking through LinkedIn, and it's transformed commerce with Amazon and, and all the online marketing. But it hasn't really transformed how we as society deal with the issues that affect our lives in our communities and our country. And that's what I'm looking ultimately to transform is to make it easier for you and your neighbors to connect and deal with the issues that, that you care about. One of the things or issues that I have that I've been kind of struggling with when it comes to these other alternative platforms though, is, I mean, even, um, being on some of them, it's just like not 
Cloud Hub. I'm, I'm still learning Cloud Hub and I'm, I'm getting more involved with Cloud. But like Getter, for example, I get on there and it's just like I, I get this like kind of icky feeling that it's a bit of an echo chamber. And it's just like I want to see differing opinions. I actually, I mean, I, I'm not like a leftist that only wants to see my narrative and gets enraged and wants to kick people off that I don't agree with. I actually like the dialogue and interaction and, and the differing opinions. So um, how are, how are you going to approach that uh, with, with Clout Hub? Are you going to try and make clear that you want to make sure that there's diversity of opinion and, and that it's a free speech platform for um, even liberals as well so that dialogue can be had? Yeah, absolutely. I I believe in, like you do. I didn't want to create a red platform or a blue platform because that just divides us further. Right. Cloud Hub is for everybody, right? And and you know that's not easy to achieve. I I you know when you're when you're just a, a feed like a Twitter, you do tend to attract people and and actually repel people who see what the discussion is that go oh this is not for me. Um, but with Cloud Hub, because we have a broader platform where we have channels, where we have groups, where we have events. You know, we have groups that have nothing to do with politics. You know, um, we have cat groups, you know, we have all kinds of different topics. And so and, and also community groups, you know, like if you if you look at, you know, local issues, people don't really think in terms of Republican, Democrat. We think of neighbors and, and common interests about safety and, and quality of life. So that has helped us diversify where I think some of the other platforms have still have challenges. But yeah, on Cloud Hub, there's there's plenty of people from both sides. Um, it, one of the things that's funny about you know creating a platform is you suddenly become like a a parent to you know four million people, but they start arguing. They're like, he, he called me this name or he did this, you know. And it, it really is funny. You get those emails, and uh, but we're glad to have the diversity on the platform. We think that's important to the future. Our our one of our primary values is unity and try and bring people together. And so we're, we're really proud to have people from all sides. Awesome. What are your thoughts on um, Section 230? Do you think will, anything will happen with that? Um, and also, do you think that any of these other social media platforms that have really acted as like public squares will have to face any penalties for um, their, their attacking just certain groups? Yeah, so 230 is an important topic. Um, let me just explain how that works for your audience. So in, in the 90s, they passed to Section 230, which basically said, if you are a platform owner, and at that point, of course, we had bulletin boards, we didn't have social media platforms, but um, if, if you are a platform owner, you are not responsible for what your uh, members post because you're not controlling that, right? Versus if I was a magazine, I decide what articles go into my magazine. And if I was to put out an article that libeled you, you could hold me responsible. But if somebody on my platform is calling you names or, or libeling you, um, I'm not responsible for it because I'm not deciding what they say or don't say. That's the, uh, you know, the, the just behind 230. But now, as you, you suggest, you know, you could say, say that maybe Facebook and some of these other platforms are kind of acting like a publisher. They are deciding what topics can be decided and not decided. I, I've been in meetings all day, but I got an email from my publicist saying that John Solomon was taken off of uh, uh, or censored on, on Twitter today. Well, a journalist should be able to put his thoughts and about his stories out there because you and I deserve to hear all sides of the story. We, we just went through this with COVID, right? Where if you mentioned you know a, a lab in Wuhan, you got taken down a year ago. Now it's pretty well considered fact. 
The same thing with the vaccines, you know, that people are being hurt. If you said that, you know, six months ago, you'd be taken down. Now, of course, we know people are being hurt. So you need to be able to talk freely. And so Section 230, what should happen to it? It should be modified to clarify that if you are deciding what topics can be discussed on your platform, then you are a publisher and you should be held responsible. And by the way, so 230 is intended to protect uh, the platform owners from the discussions that our members have, but it was never intended to protect the platform owner from the platform owner's wrong actions. And that I think needs to be clarified, you know, in 230. Will it happen under this administration? No, it will. I don't, you know, they look at social media as, as in their court and, uh, on their side. So they're not going to change it. I mean, not only but social media, but um, the networks, I mean, they've they've acted as arms of the government. It's really been all state controlled. Would you agree? I agree. I, I think they've, they've really muddied that line. You know, you see the White House constantly saying, well, we think they should, you know, control the discussions on Facebook more, you know, and, and I don't think that's the role of government at all. You know, it's free speech. You have a right to be wrong. You have a right to be silly. You have you know, right to be stupid. I mean, plenty of us are stupid. So (laughs) I mean, it's crazy that it's even come to this. It's just such an upside down world. But thank you so much, Jeff Brain, for what you're doing, for having Cloud Hub available so that we can organize. We appreciate you coming on. Thanks. The globalist social engineers always intended to push their COVID biomedical tyranny lockdowns until the populations rebelled. They would then use that as the pretext for permanent martial law and banning and arresting anybody that speaks out against their lies. But because of so many scientists and engineers and researchers and others coming public and and whistleblowers, now their whole project is falling apart because the people are aware that it is a world government corporate takeover. And so it's pulling back the curtain now more than ever. The problem is some globalist controlled areas are not going to give up on their takeover, like Canada, where they've now declared a civil emergency and martial law in Ontario and other areas of the world are following suit, like Australia. So pray for these folks big time. This is a very serious situation. And stay tuned into Infowars.com because truth is absolutely paramount. Infowars.com forward slash show. Making talk radio great again. It's The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. I was in that crowd. I ran all those streets. I did it listening to music that you guys sent me. Let's go, Brandon. Thinking of all of you, thinking of all your prayers and support. Here, see, this is so funny. This picture, this video right here of me running, that's me. I thought I was sprinting at that point. I thought that was me sprinting, but no, I'm clearly not sprinting. That is the end of the race. And, uh, yeah, I had, I had thought that that was a sprint, but you know, when you've ri- when you've ran 26 miles, I think you're delirious at that point, but gosh, I couldn't have done it without, um, all the prayer support, um, and, uh, 
really, that's what's cool about really pressing yourself to go the distance is it, I feel like it's just it's a strong connection to God and, and praying that he'll get you through and get you, get you through to the end. Um, and I also did it with some help from Turbo Force and Dr. Jones at Sorless. There, there I am. I'm literally floating. So here's the message. You get Turbo Force, Dr. Jones, Sorless, and you will float like that and be able to finish marathons. Just kidding. Not necessarily, but no, it's great. I, I did absolutely actually use those products. Um, and uh, yeah, Tur- Turbo Force is great because you don't even need to, to use like a full packet necessarily. Sometimes you can just use a half of a packet. It has vitamin C in it. The B vitamins, I think, help um, provide the energy. See, look, I'm floating. I told you, you know, Turbo Force gives you wings. <laughs> Wait, did somebody else use that pl- <laughs> that one already? <laughs> no, it, it was good. Um, so many awesome products that are available on InfoWarsStore.com. You got your Winter Sun, 50% off right now. The Power of Activated Tri-Iodine Survival Shield X3, back at 50% right now using that as well feels so great to just be feeding your body the nutrients that it needs. And I'll tell you what, that Dr. Jones Sorless really did help with um, the sore days after the runs and everything. So, so thankful for uh, that we're not just an info war, uh, in the info war fight, but also um, concerned about your spiritual health, your, your physical health, and um, some of the best quality products out there. You can also try that body ease. I'm sure that would be helpful in those ventures. So make sure to check out InfoWarsStore.com. Love even the apparel. It's just so many good things. So check it out. Help support the InfoWar, InfoWarsStore.com. Up to 50% off some of those top selling products. So if you guys want to um, call as we close out that show, we will keep the phone lines open for the rest of the show, which I know will go quickly. The number one 2539 1-877-789-2539. I was just talking to Jeff Brain from Clout Hub, and we're talking about, he mentioned John Solomon. It looks like he is back up on fascist Twitter, but it's just crazy what they do to people. So basically, this is from the Liberty Daily. Um, His recent suspension stemmed from a report he delivered on a peer-reviewed COVID study they claimed was violating the policy on spreading misleading and potentially harmful information related to COVID-19. Problem with their assessment is that it's absolutely certain whoever pulled the trigger on suspending the account is nowhere near more qualified to make that decision than the doctors and scientists who actually reviewed the study. So it's clear what they do. And here is his response. If journalists can't accurately quote a peer-reviewed study in a respect medical journal written by a university that has been trusted by NIH and WHO without being censored, then the First Amendment has been thoroughly gutted by big tech censors who want to substitute their version of the truth for honest coverage of disputes in science and public policy. There is nothing inaccurate or harmful in the story, which includes dissenting views and context from the CDC. I asked Twitter to review the article and underlying information and lift its suspension immediately. Well, it looks as if they heard his message because he is now back up. But here's another thing I saw. Let me see. Um, Did it print out all the way? Yeah, it did. Okay, Anna Kate. She posted on Twitter that she was locked out of Facebook again, and she had posted the pages and pages of um, the adverse side effects. She said, locked out of Facebook again. They can't handle the truth. 
Um, her original post said, this is Pfizer's list of vaccine side effects. Remember when too many of you called us conspiracy theories warning you about this? And and the thing is, is so as, as you know, Pfizer has been commanded. They wanted 75 years, but they've been directed to release these Pfizer documents. They're dripping out. They're coming out. And she just simply posted the pages upon pages of side effects that were in that safety study. And stupid fascist Facebook says this post goes against our standards on misinformation. So wait a minute. The actual side effects of the actual Pfizer study documents that they used to approve this in 108 days, this experimental vaccine, they, these, this, this is part of the documents that they use to approve the stupid poison that they're injecting into our bodies. They're calling that misinformation? I mean, do they see how ridiculous this is? So when they don't, can't get their way with the 75 years they wanted to release the documents, they just have Facebook and Twitter all up in their corner to suppress it. It's insane. So she um, got locked out, couldn't post for seven days. Um, I got hit up by Facebook that my posts were going to be going lower in the feed because I dared, what is going on with my hair, you guys? Um, I dared to post that the CDC had updated their milestones chart for kids. Um, basically, like kids aren't expected to say as many words until later than before. This is true. It's documented. It was released by CDC. But because the post I shared tied that in with the fact that we've been masking our children up for years, oh, well, that's why they said they were, they're, they were moving my posts slower in the feed. They, their, their reason was the CDC had already been working on this. They were already updating their milestones. So, so we don't know why they were already like anticipating that kids were essentially not going to be developing at normal rates. We don't know why, but they were saying they were already working on that even before the pandemic. But then they waited until now to release those news, new updates. Like none of it makes sense. It's like they're just literally making the, this up as they go. It's crazy. But that's what's happening to us. Let's try and get a phone call in before I get to the break again. Um, Samuel in Colorado. Samuel, you're on the air. Hear me? I can hear you. Hello. Hi. Hi. A long-time listener. I've been in Ukraine the past year and a half, and, I, you know, I was as a Christian missionary. I've never experienced any of this Nazi rumors, and I've been all over. I've been in the mountains in the north, been the Carpathians, I've been in the south, I've been to almost all the cities, and so I've never, I've been out, gone through dark alleys even at night, and I've never experienced any type of racism uh, in at, at all, really, for the most part. And even that, Ukrainians aren't even violent. When here in Colorado, if I went downtown, I, I always carry my knives with me. And after a few months in Ukraine, I, I've never was attacked, never, I never was seeing fights. Now, if you go far out to a ghetto, yeah, you'll go into some, into some issues, but I never experienced any type of hate. And, you know, I'm Latino. And so I, I, you know, I brown up in the summer. If there was any type of neo-Nazis, I would have experienced it. And I want to talk also about, uh, about, uh, I, I love the Ukrainian people. Okay. I am pro-Ukrainian, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to basically uh, override any type of this, the lies and misinformation about Putin. Putin, you know, I, I don't support a lot of the things that are being said 
about the Russians either. You know, there there was multiple reasons for Russia to attack Ukraine, multiple. Okay, so, you know, one of the first things that Ukraine did was they blocked off a major dam that supplied water to all the Crimean people, mm-hmm. to all the people in Crimea. Putin bombed that right away. That's one of the first things he did. So they were they were at a 7%. The well, the water reserves in Crimea were at 7%. Okay, you have like 2 million people there. There's a lot of different uh, situations going on that, that aren't coming out true. Just like uh, I, I have lots of, I'm getting ready to go back a couple days. I'm going into Poland, but I had to wait for, I was trying to wait for this. Hey, um, we're running permit. out of time. Stay on the line, Samuel, because I want you to be able to finish your point. Thanks. Alex Jones here with a very simple proposal for all our great InfoWars listeners and viewers. If you will simply get X3 with all three types of good iodine that boost your immune system and help everything that goes on in your body at the cellular level, it will change your life. It will invigorate you. It will empower you. Almost everyone has iodine deficiency. Look into it for yourself. It's the opposite of fluoride. It's the good halogen. And then your purchase of X3 funds our operation. Now, a lot of our products have been sold out and never came back in because of the lockdowns and supply chain breakdowns. We were sold out of X3 for a long time, and I had it on sale for 50% off, and a lot of folks were getting it. And I was thinking, you know what? I'm going to bring it back on sale again just until it sells out, because even though we won't make as much money in the long run, a lot of folks need this product, and we need to get the money from the sales in now to stay on air. So your X3 right now at 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. It has been noted by many a historian that the first casualty of war is the truth. Then the next big casualty isn't even the people that die. No, that invariably follows. But first, there is the crackdown on populations, basic liberty and speech and massive censorship. And now across the world, from the United States to Europe, legislation is being introduced that if you amplify any, quote, pro-Russian information, you can be censored, you can be arrested, you can be imprisoned. And of course, now Canada's introduced legislation that if you have a thought crime and they think you may have the intent to engage in hate speech online, that you will be censored and arrested. Ladies and gentlemen, the authoritarianism is being carried out by the globalists around the world against humanity. That makes InfoWars.com more important than ever. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. segment of the war room boy this time went by quick today lots of interesting things to talk about and we were just talking to samuel from colorado before we had to cut to break samuel was saying all this talk about nazis uh i've been to ukraine i didn't see that so samuel i wanted to let you finish your point um that being said i'm going back in the next few days i got to get out an assistant pastor sergey he's stuck with some of his children wow and so I, I, if you if you want to reach me and you want to ask me for firsthand reports, you can reach me on Telegram at Samuel S A M U E L Munoz M U N O Z U S A. That's just Samuel Munoz U S A. And the other thing that I wanted to say is that I have followed Alex Jones, and 
uh, for and Infowars for over 10 years. And you can find kind of an organized breakdown of a lot of stuff that's hard to find and put together in your mind for Infowars at, uh, at the LibertyNews1776.com, LibertyNews1776.com. I was I would constantly add stuff, but I've been extremely busy for the past uh, for the past month and a half before all this happened. Okay, so um, what is your connection to that you go to Ukraine and Poland? And in, in, I mean, what is your connection there? Uh, my connection is just that God put it in my heart to go there. I was actually I went to Istanbul uh, to the Christian Church of Sofia, and then that was randomly about a year and a half ago. God put it in my heart. He connected me with somebody from Texas to help start a Christian orphanage over there for about $2,000 a month, I could take care of 16 kids. I don't have a wife or any children yet. And so I could take care of way more people in Ukraine than I can in the United States. I don't, I did, I never accepted a single cent or a dime from any church or any person. I do mortgages. I have my own mortgage company just remotely for Colorado. And then I use that money specifically just to fund um, all of the missionary services. So uh, Ukrainian people have fallen extremely far from God. Atheism is very bad. And, you know, a lot of people don't know. A lot of people say, oh, these are the same people. Ten, over 10 million Ukrainians starved to death in the winter because of the Russian, uh, the, the Soviet Union. When the Soviets when the Soviet, after World War II, when they left, they starved the Ukrainian people. Ukrainians will never forgive the Russians for that, ever. So when people say, did, did, oh, they're see, the I gotta people, ask, so, did you ever, Did you ever see the documentary Ukraine on Fire? Do, are you just trying to say that all of that is fake and, and propaganda itself? Or did you ever see that documentary? I haven't seen that documentary. I have went firsthand to, the, to, to a basically... They have a, it's called the Holomodir Museum, and you're just talking tens of thousands of pictures of everybody that was starved to death and murdered by the Soviet Union. So I've, I physically have gone to all the different memorials with my GoPro exploring Ukraine. That was the first thing that I did, because I didn't know any of the Eastern history. Mm-hmm. You know, Americans don't really learn much of that. I mean, but there is a documented history of um, Nazi installments in Ukraine. Now, how much of that is still present day? Um, I guess we can only guess, but um, worth looking into. Samuel, since you are going in um, before you go um, and I get to these other phone calls, can you um, give your contact information to the producers, please? Yeah, and I'm, I'll, I'm I'll more than happy with... to send all of that uh, Infowars and exclusively to you guys. Awesome. Great. Um, then we'll connect with you. Um, I'm going to say goodbye so I can take these other phone calls, but I'm going to need more time to dig into some of this with you later. So thank you, Samuel, for your phone call. Make sure that you uh, pass along your contact information to the producers. And with that, let's go to um, Rusty in Colorado. Rusty, I know you had some comments about the uh, atheist guest I had earlier who has long since left, um, but wanted to see if still wanted to share your thoughts. Hey, Christy Lee, I just want to say, tell you that uh, as a as your brother in Christ, I love you as my sister in Christ, and the fool um, believes that there is no God, so the fool says there is no God, and that um, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Doesn't matter if you're Muslim, doesn't matter if you're atheist, doesn't matter what, every tongue shall confess, every knee shall bow, that Jesus Christ is Lord. I'm right there and with you, Rusty. No, I'm right there and, with you. 
Um, I'm definitely, j just because I have an atheist on as a guest doesn't mean that I'm getting wishy-washy and just saying like, all roads lead to heaven. No, don't get me wrong. Um, but I do think that the best way that we reach the lost is with love and compassion and an open heart and a willingness to talk because how do we reach them otherwise? So um, that is my thoughts on that. But at the same time, your guest is sitting there telling us that we're wrong for believing in God. And he even said that his parents were Jewish. Mm -hmm. So for me to sit here and listen to a person that's adamantly against anybody who believes in a higher power is just beyond me to have to sit here and listen to that guy. Cause that, but I mean, what are we supposed to do? Them. Isolate them and shout at them and just tell them they're going to hell? I mean, uh, that might work for some, but for some, they need to have the dialogue. They need, you need to work on them slowly. You need to show love and compassion. And, you know, sh certainly not everybody has time, but um, I'm of the belief that I'm going to try and show love and compassion so they can reach them. I believe Paul said, be all things to all men so that you so that you can reach them. Um, and so, I, I mean, that, that, that's my thought on that. But, um, I mean, Jesus was persecuted. He can tell us we're wrong all he wants. Um, he, Jesus suffered much more persecution than just being told he was wrong. So um, I'm willing to, to listen to his, his arguments so that I can hopefully work on reaching him and others. But thank you for your phone call, Rusty. You need to get to some other phone calls. Um, Texas Truth Teller in Florida, what you got for us today? I've done eight of them, and uh, sorry, sorry, ago, I, I couldn't hear you before. Can you start over? Yeah, I said first of all, congratulations on completing your first marathon. I've done eight of them. Oh, and as Alberta, you got me yeah. beat a bit. How you did eight of them? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Right, and uh, <laughs> I'm like yeah. one and done. Woohoo! I did one, and I'm good. <laughs> well, Alberto Salazar, who's a Christian, and he was an Olympic marathoner. He said the first twenty is easy; it's the last six point two that are hard. Yeah, so that's proven to be true for me. Um, now, what I called about, okay, so I'm assuming based on your stand publicly, you take the Bible as the absolute truth, the Word of God, right? Yes, sir. Okay, let me quote you something, and I'm getting to about what you started your segment with the atheist Dave, okay? Amos 3.3 states, can two walk together except they be agreed? Now, here's my main beef with the Patriot Conservative Liberty Movement, okay? What this movement has done, and I'm including Alex Jones, Clay Clark, Mike Adams, all the leaders in this, Mike Flynn, is y'all have made liberty your God, even though you claim mm -hmm. the God of the Bible. Because the thing is, is that you're saying it doesn't matter whether we're gay or straight, whether we're Muslim, Buddhist, atheist, Mormon, Catholic, Jehovah's Witness, Christian, whatever. We all need to come together because if we don't hang together, we're going to hang separate. This is the same thing as the parallel, and this is a religious movement, by the way. It's just a different God. But the ecumenical movement that was started under Roman Catholicism in the 60s, the 50s, 60s, that was their premise. We don't, it doesn't matter what we believe. We just need to love one another and have unity. That is a false unity, because my bottom line is, and I'm going to stand like John the Baptist, if I have to, as a lone voice in the wilderness, I am not going to partner with people such as Dave, who the Bible calls a fool, who are anti-God, anti-Christ, and I'm not saying that to be mean. I would engage him in conversation, but he does have a God. It's himself. 
His religion is atheism, which means no God, which is foolish because there's no way to prove there's no God. There's plenty of ways to prove there is. But my point is that I, as a Christian, there ain't no way I'm going to go against Jesus Christ. He never partnered with the ungodly to carry out his mission. And the bottom line is not this temporal realm. We're going to take our country back. America's under the judgment of God, and it's mainly because of all this false apostate Christianity. The bottom line is eternity. It's not just that people are dying from these COVID kill shots. It's that people are dying and going to hell. And that's not what I hear being expressed, even by professing Christians within this movement. Their focus is not on the eternal. It's on the temporal. And the bottom line is not the kingdom of America it's not so-called liberty. It's Jesus Christ and his kingdom and his gospel. And he came, look at, when he came, they were under oppression of the, one of the worst empires in history, the Roman Empire. But yet he dealt with people's sin. And you have to do that because that's been the problem since Adam and Eve. And if that problem is not solved, I don't care how good you claim to be, how morally upstanding you claim to be, how righteous your cause is. If you are not born again, if you're not saved by Jesus Christ, washed in the blood, and you don't repent of your sins and trust in him alone, you're going to go to the hell that Jesus preached. So I do stand against the New World Order and everything they're about, but my Bible says submit yourselves therefore to God, and there's only one God, the God of the Bible. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. I cannot resist evil if I'm not in submission to God, and that means right, I cannot we're partner out of time, with the but a good way to end it. Two of our best-selling products are back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. And they will sell out in the next three, four months before I get more of the product in if I sell it at full price. But I want those of you that have been on the fence about getting Winter Sun or getting X3 to try the products and see how amazing they are. And I believe you will then get hooked on them like myself and my family and the crew are. So again, both these products are back in stock. Both X3 and Winter Sun, they are 50% off for a limited time because they're going to sell out at this price. I would estimate in less than a month. So this is your chance to get X3 and experience the good halogens versus the bad halogens. This is your chance to have the highest quality vitamin D3 with vitamin K for your immune system as well. They're amazing and they're at InfoWarsStore.com. And the reason this is a 360 win is it funds the operation. I need funds to run the operation. You need to be healthy. We need to stay on air. It's a match made in heaven.